0: I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass.
1: And I'm all out of bubblegum. Today, this is the debut episode of Assholes with Opinions with special guest. (coughs) Dallas Alexander, who's a Michael Myers rehauler himself. Welcome, Dallas.
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? Good to be here.
1: So for anyone who's watching this or for anyone who will watch this uh, at a later date, this this video is specifically to uh, the Myers community, whether you're part of the Myers hobby of mass making or rehauling or you're a collector, we're going to dive into to our experiences in the hobby, how we got into the hobby, our experiences with not only the mass collectors of the hobby, but also people who just collect the merch and the memorabilia and more, or more go towards like collecting the movies and, and more movie knowledge or, you know, I think a majority of us still have a combination of both. So, um,
0: yeah,
2: definitely. I got a good combination of masks and memorabilia and VHS tapes all smashed
1: together. Nice. Nice. Exactly. I wish I had my collection in here. I would show it off, but, um, so since you are our guest, well, first off, you guys, this is the first time both of you have been on this channel. So I want everyone to know yeah. more about you guys. They know me. I want them to know you guys. So uh, so your special guest, uh, Dallas, go ahead and kick it off.
2: Thanks, guys. Well, <clears throat> my name is Dallas Alexander. I live in Michigan. Um, I've only been doing the rehaul game for about maybe 13, 14 months. I just, chived, like just more than a year. I uh, started with TOTS, as many of us did, and then through about eight months, nine months of doing rehauls on different kinds of stuff, you know, I I, I tried to do at least one of every single TOTS mask. Uh, the only thing I haven't done so far is the KNB H2O. Um, I haven't come across one of those where I was just like, yeah, let me just grab one of those. I've just never had the the want to really ever do one yet. One will come across my bench eventually, just not yet. Then I saw the opportunity to buy the Babysitter Stalker Master, the formerly CDP Master. And I was like, well, do I want to jump into doing my own stuff? And I was like, well, why not? So I invested in that. I started making a bunch of molds, failed at a bunch of molds, tried more molds. You know, it's just a big trial and error process. As I went through, you know, a few months of that, then out of nowhere, a guy, uh, a great guy named Nick Mo- Nick Palmer um, posted that he was selling his One Good Scare Master Mold. And I was like, OK, I got to jump on this. So I think I bought it within minutes of it being posted. And he had already had like multiple people trying to like contact him all at once to get it. And I was lucky enough to get a hold of him in the right time. I snagged the mold, and I've been working on that ever since. So I've been do- doing, you know, rehauls and then having my two mask lines that I'm slowly doing new things with. Um, I just started uh, doing Tramers on the One Good Scare, and those have been coming out really good. So hopefully I'll be rolling on some more of those in the future.
1: Nice. Very good. Oh, yeah. And you, uh, Trevor, who's going to be a regular <laughs> on the show. This is a show that me and him are uh, doing. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about different topics every week, but let's yes, talk sir. about let's, let's get an introduction to you. This is your first time on the channel.
0: Well, I'm uh, Trevor. Obviously, you guys know me. I bounce around on Facebook and interact with everybody. Uh, I got into collecting pretty much uh, about two years ago. Now, I really haven't been in the game for that long. Uh, honestly, most of what you see behind me, I've acquired within like the last year or so. Uh, actually, would not say really, like probably actually like a. The last six, seven months, that's pretty much where I'm at now. Uh, I've got probably 16 Myers. I've got my Goosebumps Haunted mask, uh, just a cheap screen mask I got at Walmart just for the shit of it. Um, What got me into it was when the new Halloween was coming out, um, everybody was hyped up about Michael Myers, and I was like, you know what, I want to get a badass mask, and then I got this cheap little... I got one of the cheap top H2 masks, and I was like, this looks like shit. I was like, all right, this sucks. and um, I was trying to figure out what to do with it, and I was bouncing around on YouTube, looking at different people, at, like uh, different collectors and stuff, and I was realizing, I was like, wow, there's like better masks out there that I can collect that I can actually get into with better accuracy and stuff. And then I met Jimmy Falco, who lives only about 20 minutes from me, same with Nick Mopagano, uh, oh, Michael nice. Fatty, and all. Uh, yeah, they're all like Syracuse-based area, um, nice. and I met Jimmy, and we became like we just clicked. And would, you know, obviously we have a common love for masks and stuff. So every now and then I'm over at his place. He does most of the work on my masks. He's got uh, he's got about four of them right now. Uh, he's got my Dead Ringer blank, um, my Hurt, CGP fear, and uh, my '98 Shatner uh, Dom post that nice. I got from Darren Perks. Um. So, yeah, I haven't been collecting for very long. I've been a lifelong horror movie fan. Uh, I've seen almost every single movie you could think of, uh, from zombies to Italian horror to just uh, pretty much everything. I've just bounced around, just explored different ones, just gained more knowledge. You know.
1: Awesome, and that's that's gonna that's so. gonna help with this show is is having that knowledge because we're 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 gonna be uh, very opinionated in this show. Um, oh yeah, to you guys straight. <laughs> But respectful as well. Uh, Absolutely. Really cool. So for anyone who may not know, I've been a part of the hobby for maybe, maybe a little over two years. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a baby still in a way, you know? I've always been a fan yeah. of Halloween since I was, you know, seven years old. Uh, loved the films. Always wanted a mask. Uh, it, it wasn't until like 2002 when Cinema Secrets started doing the Resurrection masks. And I think they started an H1 mask. It's when I really, really wanted to dive into this. But I never did. And then I guess, you know, you can, some people can think trick or tree studios for kind of helping get them into the hobby in a way, you know, they kind of were right. able to, I mean, I know Don post came before and everything like that, but uh, it's it trick or tree studios who had the, you know, they're pretty nice molds. Let's, let's uh, some of their molds that can be uh, rehauled and look very good. And uh, I bought in them. And then I started seeing all these indie artists who started creating all these other masks and then that have lineage to the Kirk and things like that. And, and that kind of helped introduce me. So now we have all these masks, like, you know, the DIY. Well, Sorry, GKY, but um, The Creep and so many others. And then you have ground-up sculpts um, like the Halloween Man. Or, sorry, the H-Man nowadays. Um, so, yeah, it, it's I've been only in here for a couple of years, but I've met a lot of great people. But with that said, there's there's a lot of people in this hobby <laughs> that really... That really... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. In, in, in the, the Myers hobby is so dramatic. And guys, I I, can't, I would be lying to say that I was not ever one of those kind of people. I've I've said some things, and I've, uh, you know, that I, I probably probably shouldn't have gone that far and said, you know. And then I kind of had to take a step back and be like, oh, you know what? I'm becoming something I never wanted to be here, and again, I want to no, evaluate my place, you know. You ever
0: sometimes you just find yourself in that position, man. Like you, you see somebody getting like picked on, and to, like, do it, like back the fuck off, man! And I don't need like it's, it, I don't know. Like I've gotten myself in those situations plenty of times, so I exactly know what you mean for sure. I'm pretty sure that's how my old Facebook account got shut down because somebody got a little too sour about what I said and just like uh, report. <laughs> All right, Whatever. One. Wait about a year later. Whatever. I'll come back. I'll get your ass.
1: I'll get your ass. So what? So <laughs> has, this is a question for both of you. Um, you can answer it in any order. Um, what is it that you love about being a part of this hobby? But what is it that really drives you? you know mad where it's like dude why is this happening like who is this like who the fuck are you
0: you know like so what i love about it is the people so like you know guys like yourself who are on common ground you know we you know we i actually see the hobby for what it should be you know um but when it comes to the second part of that like like the you know what the hell is happening right It's, it's mostly like usually for me it's like newbies or it's like the the collectors that just come crawling out of the woodwork just to fuck with people and I'm just like, dude, shut up. Like first of all, one of you doesn't know shit. The second one, you, where did you come from? Like what are you doing? So like, yeah, it's just like it's like it's it's a it's a mix of things that, that kind of pisses me off. But for the most part, I have a pretty positive interaction with people. Um, you know, I'm always trying to hype people up, trying to, you know, inspire people to make sure, you know, not give up if they're getting frustrated, if they're getting pissed off at something. It's like, no, go at it again. That's why I try to bring, like, some sort of positivity into the hobby. But, you know, if, if I got to get negative, I'll get negative. I don't give a shit. Like, I'll get, I'll I'll to someone's level for a minute. That's <laughs> a point. I don't give a shit. Nice. All right.
2: Well, my story starts off, like, the best part of it would be, like, learning what I know from Nick Malpagano. Nick Malpagano yeah. is just, he's been, like, you know, he's a busy guy, but he takes as much time as he can for you when he's got a second to like answer a question or help you out, especially if you his you know, stuff and you invest in him, he'll invest in you. I bought Absolutely. his, uh, how to make a captain and killer DVD set. And boy, I've been burning rubber ever since I'm making masks out of going, you know, you, you don't see people making stuff like that because it's the, this isn't necessarily the negative I'm going to mention, but just in a story about Nick is you don't have a lot of artists that give out their knowledge who makes stuff no. like that, who give people the foot in the door to do this kind of stuff. So that's just, you know, I, I couldn't thank him any more than I ever could for, you know, getting me started on this whole journey. The negative is one word, and that word is accuracy. Yeah. Oh, my God, do I hate the word accuracy. <laughs> that mask is an accurate boo-boo-boo, this mask isn't accurate. Boo-boo-boo. It's just a constant little nitpick fight of everyone's subjective interpretation of what the mask looks like versus the objective, you know, like, just discussion about the mask that it should be. Like, oh, this is, you know, like, I like these features of the mask, or I like those features of the mask. It's not that this particular indie artist's mask is just terrible. It doesn't look anything like, you know, people who just like Stomp their foot on it immediately right. once it's posted somewhere it's like everybody sees different stuff so you're not the accuracy police don't be the accuracy police it's the worst on the mm.net like actual forum page but Facebook's all right when you have more people I think they can see that kind of stuff so they'll, they'll usually call people out
1: quicker yeah. on Facebook than on the Michael Myers.net
0: forum post yeah oh yeah absolutely absolutely
1: so I guess okay so so sorry. slightly off topic. Someone said that I'm I'm really low. Um guys, am I still really low? I think they said you guys you guys are low. You guys sound great to me. Uh let me know if they, if they're low um and we can get this fixed. Uh let me go and sorry, let me go to, to the chat. We have actually a good amount of people right now so. Um welcome. I can
0: check my mic and see if I'm low uh, real quick. Let me see. Everybody um, kind of
2: sounds pretty even to me. I don't know if we can just boost the master volume.
0: See the thing is I'm on like a thir- I'm on like a cheap thirty five dollar mic, honestly. I'm trying I've been trying to get a new one lately, but uh yeah, so I don't know if it's like I don't know if I'm sound low. I have no mm-hmm. idea. But, but my mic's be- up, everything's up.
1: It might be like OBS. I might have to turn that volume up in OBS. But let me know let me know guys in the comment section how low or high we are and I'll go and fix it. But welcome, uh, Kryptonic, Toxic, Quentin, Miss Kitty, Shape oh, Shapekill right here. Uh, Mike <laughs> M. Lampkin. What's up, buddy? Uh Toronto Freddy, what's going on? Chris Snyder, how's it going? Dave Vanderhoff, how are you doing? Uh let's see where we're going here. How's it going, Luke Gully? How's it going, Rand? How's it going? Joel Fellon. Hey Kyle, how's it going? How are you guys all doing on this wonderful um, Wednesday? You know, we're you know halfway through the week and today we're talking about Michael Myers, the Halloween franchise and, and, and its masks and and all things in between. So, it's funny you talk about MM Net. Um, yeah. so so I used to be I'm part of the
0: visit that shit, man. <laughs> just for the gallery just like if i'm trying to like like make up my mind what mask i want i go to the gallery that's about it i go to the forums for like the classified that's it i don't even check them damn forums like no i'm good that's that's toxic well that's like right there dude no thanks yeah it's it's toxic
1: well i mean so so i agree i agree so when i i left mmnet the the actual facebook group maybe close to a year ago maybe and I told myself, I was like, I'm never going back here again. I'm never going to do it. And one day, I, I actually, I think it was probably like a month or so ago, I actually went back. And, you know, I just wanted to check it out to see if it had changed. And <laughs> honestly, honestly, it, it's not as toxic as it used to be. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite surprised. I'm a little blown away. But, um, but yeah, um that, that, that's like the, the epicenter of troll. It's like troll central there like it, at least it was
0: yeah i keep it at an arm's length and and thank god i got pretty long ass arms for of that stuff. so that that's like not yeah, no i'm good thank you <laughs> i no. just it's yeah, like I, facebook's not enough man like i don't even want to go like I don't, I don't have to go to another site for that bullshit i'll just go right to facebook if i want to see some bullshit going on like i don't know
2: i only use the the website mm.net for the fact that I want to kind of, I just want to have it, an archive of like the progress of, that I'm making on this. And I feel like Facebook can delete stuff here or there, but I kind of feel like when it's on the michaelmyers.net website, unless the website gets hacked and completely like taken down,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you could potentially find that for years to come. You know, like 20 years from now, there might be some kind of record on forums of like what happened with this mask. So I kind of feel like it's. Just, like, I have to go through all the crap of that place just to, like, you know, keep a record of what I'm doing.
1: And you're referring to the forum, like, the actual website, right?
2: Yeah, the website. The Facebook the Facebook pages, I don't try to, like, post too much for. Like, I see a lot mm. of, like memes get posted here or there like it's just like the content in the Michael myers.net subreddit some, or in the uh facebook page is sometimes just so like crazy and like what it is so i don't like check it too often i mostly just you know post announcements for my shop or something but i, I mean i don't know like out of the what seem like 14 some thousand members it seems like there's only like 50 people you know like that are ever
1: active
2: active doing anything yeah i mean you well know,
1: like, because
0: it's just that everyone realizes the drama. They just kind of like become withdrawn. Like I know many people have been posting lately and they just kinda of realize it's like this shit's toxic. Like <laughs> this is like wearing down like so for like a lot of collectors, like people like like I can't imagine as an artist like how discouraging it can be sometimes with some of the shit that goes on. Like I watched as a collector and I'm like, Jesus, man, like like chill X, like relax a little bit, man. Like just does not me be like that.
1: Yeah, you know what the worst, like not the maybe not the worst, but one of the worst things that uh, that is a part of this hobby, um, of, of whether you're a collector or a rehauler or you're both, is that when you post your work or you post a mask you just got in the mail and you're fucking pumped about it, and you're super excited, and someone's you post right a on it, and then someone's laughing emoji right on it, and they're like, Oh, that looks like shit, or they just talk so or bad. they
2: hijack it, What's they that? hijack it, they'll post they'll hijack oh. your post completely. And like, oh, you know, I just got this great Handy Boy Dead Ringer mask, and they're like, yeah, but look at my nag. But bam, you know, like, yeah,
1: look at my. And, and then
2: it becomes a nag post. You know, so, so I was just, just
0: simply trying to show my shit off, man. But all right, whatever you guys want to do, go ahead, fight each other, whatever.
1: It's one of those things where it's like you, 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 <laughs> know, you have to make your post so that people can't comment. You have to turn commenting off. Yeah, yeah. And and that shit yeah. sucks. Yeah. And like, you go to Michael Meyer, uh, Michael Myers, um buy, sell, and trade. Is that what it's called? That's not the Halloween yeah, market. It's, the it's, other
0: one. Yes. No. Yes. There's, there's I know, like yes. there's like there's like ten of them, dude. It's fine. <laughs> and, and, and
1: like, every there's ten... like
0: the traders and collectors one, and then mm-hmm. yeah, something like that. Like so. whatever. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's the one you were talking about. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, it, I know exactly which one you're talking about. They're
1: starting to defer away from posting like items for sale, and now you just see people who are just posting. Hey, here's my mask. I just wanted to show you. And then you'll just get people who are just laughing emoji at, emojiing it like a motherfucker. And it's happening... I mean, it's annoying how ignorant people are in this hobby. But it's all... <sighs> um, I don't get how... I mean, I, I just feel like people get a little bit more ballsy when they're behind that screen, you know?
0: Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Keyboard warriors, man. Nothing worse. Nothing fucking worse.
2: It's, sometimes it's also like hard to like tell when somebody's just being a really good troll. Like you, you see those mask posts that are just like, what is this? Why would anyone post this? Why would this be considered like postable in any, like, why would you want anyone to lay eyes on this? And and I, I kind of like, that's, that's something I realized as an artist is like, you have to be able to like recognize your own bad work so you can like improve on that. And I feel like, I see so much stuff and I kind of feel bad, but I don't know if it's like I, if I, if me feeling bad is just a false feeling because these people are just trolling, you know, with their crappy mass posts. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to offer help, but then I'm like, well, is it even, are they even really doing this or are they just being an asshole? So yeah, yep. yep. I know exactly hard, what you're It's hard about. to engage with anyone on there because you don't know if they're genuine.
1: I find it that some people, or a majority of people in the hobby, or okay, I won't say a majority. A majority is a pretty big amount. A good amount of people in the hobby, they don't know how to be honest without coming off like a prick. Yeah. like yep. there's, a, there's a difference between constructive criticism and destructive criticism, you know? And oh, yeah, for you sure. Know, yep. if, if you want to critique me uh, in such a way, please message me in private and tell me, hey, you could do better with the hair. Here's a tip. And I'll and I'll take that, and and I don't see enough
0: of. Yeah, that. I even I remember. Yeah, I messed I think the first time we interacted, like I messaged you, like t- like telling you about like like how to make like your hair process easier. So like yeah.
1: that's right.
0: Yeah. Like I wasn't trying to be a dick. No, I just didn't. I just didn't. You know, like I just didn't want to like just say shit in front of anybody because it's just like you know what? Like I'm trying to help you. I'm not trying to you know help anyone else. Out. It's just gonna be a prick about it. So whatever.
1: It was it was the first time I used or attempted to use mohair, and or maybe the second time. I I, I was talking to Dallas about this just last night actually mohair. Oh and, yeah. Uh, I've used it like two times, if you know, if that. And I was talking to you Trevor about it, like, dude, this thing keeps getting wavy. It looks, it's looking like, it's looking like shit, man. Like, what can I do? So I got some tips and, uh, and that's the thing that that's that's what that's great about the hobby is is, is the is the people who who do want to help and they actually care. And they—they're not just trying to trample you. I see a lot of people, and this is—this goes out to rehaulers only—the the amount of people that, that try to stomp on or get on top of, uh, you know, they don't—they don't—they're they don't, they, not there to help. they they are just like I get, like you don't want to share your secrets. I understand that, but you you do it because you don't—you're—you're you're, you're terrified that this person will be a be, will be better than you. And and mm-hmm. I think a majority of these people uh, need to be in competition with themselves. And not in competition with everyone. Try to be better. Yeah. Don't worry about looking at JC's piece or Nag's piece. I'm not trying to name drop. I'm, I'm, it could be anyone. It could be James Grimm's piece.
0: Yeah, no, that's all right. No, you get, you get no. You got a great point. No, for sure, and, absolutely. And like you got to you find your own way. Basically,
2: you also yeah. got to be completely aware when you're looking at stuff like that. Like, I would say more than fifty percent of your impression. Of any particular mask. Is based on the camera that takes the photo. So like. If I spend. You know three grand on a camera. It's going to take some damn nice photos. Of even some maybe crappy masks. And you're going to get it in your hand. And it's going to look a little different. You know. There you go. So like. That's why you know. Like marketing companies spend so much money. To get the best quality photos. You know just. So it makes it look more appealing. You can take a really crappy mask and take some, you know, like really nice photos of it, but it works vice versa. You can take a really nice mask and ruin the look of it with some terrible cell phone photos. So,
0: you
1: know, it's,
2: it's about, you know, like there's a lot of like high profile artists out there. Sure. But a lot of their work comes through in just the, you know, you know, the post, you know, what does it look like when it's done and when I've taken photos of it, you know, right. We all pretty much do the same thing. It's just, it's kind of like
0: technique. McDonald's with like Big Macs, basically. Like, they look delicious on the damn sign, but once you realistically look at it, I mean, it just depends on how you look at it. Like I said,
2: so yeah, I mean,
0: we're not, not shit, but it's not gonna be exactly what it looks like in the picture because they made it look all pretty, like it's just the way they worked it. It's all, I'm not trying to talk shit. And like I said, like, I'm not comparing a sandwich to a damn mask, but it's like, I'm just saying the whole process of that.
2: And that's another thing that like comes up a lot that I'm sure like James hears a lot is that people want us to replicate other people's work and you can't no. do that. It's no. not not to say that it's not something like ethically you could do, it's just really not possible to replicate someone's mask process. We all have our own ways that we mix our paint, the way we mix our latex, the way we do our hair. How every we do process everything. is different. I mean, the mask is, you know, functionally the same. Like, we all end up with somewhat the same end product. But we all Mm do, you know, a crazy amount of different ways to get there. So, you know, a Nick Morpagano mask isn't going to be a James Grimm mask. It's going to be my mask. It's going to be, you know, Falco. isn't going to be a JC. They're all going to be different. And we all have to learn that, like, we're not out as, like, collectors to only have one mask. Yeah. We're collectors because we want to have a bunch of masks.
1: So yeah, I want right. to have
2: I want to have a 78 from as many artists as I can because mm-hmm. they all have their own interpretation. They all have their look. They all have their, like, ideal, you know, like, photos you can take with them. So why do we argue about whose masks are better?
1: Because we all buy them all anyway. <laughs> it, it's funny you mentioned just yeah, a minute ago. Oh, go ahead. What was that?
0: No, you go ahead. No, that's okay. No, nope, oh, you're good.
1: I was just gonna say, it's funny that you mentioned that, Dallas, about the 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 amount of people who who want your work, and then when they they say, "But I want it to look like this guy's mask," and and some people can interpret that to interpret that as being some slightly disrespectful. Now, there was actually a post on mmnet mmnet the other day that I had a comment. There was
0: on one it. on Facebook. I watched you interact with it. Too. I yeah, was yeah. I was observing <laughs> that. You know, what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, it, where, where it's like, do you, do 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 people do rehaul artists take offense to uh, people requesting other people's kind of work? And I kind of chimed I would. in, respectfully chimed in, and said, um, I wouldn't do it. If you want that person's mask, then get their mask. I don't care if it takes three or five years. If you want their mask, then you're gonna go get their mask. Don't don't say, James, can you do your, my mask like this guy over here? Go to that guy if you want his mask. You meet the James Graham Deluxe, you know, or whatever the fuck it is, you know. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm no one else, dude. Like, like there's so many artists in the hobby. that are way better than me. I'm still green, man. I'm still new to the thing. If
2: any of us, if any of us could paint and hair like JC, don't you think we'd all be like then. either rolling in it or we'd all be broke because no one would want it because it's not special. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, like we have entry stuff for beginners and then you have your high-end niche economy or like just like really high-end masks and that's that's the way it is in anything you're gonna have shoe collectors you're gonna have cheap shoes you can buy and then you're gonna have thousand dollar shoes you can buy not everybody can buy them you can buy something that looks like those Mm -hmm. you know that's cheaper but you're gonna be disappointed with it ultimately it's the same way it comes to making masks we're not you know we don't all talk to each other about our methods constantly. So we all know what we're doing. So it's not like we could even try to replicate somebody's stuff.
1: Right. And a lot of these guys, like, I mean, there's a good, I mean, I know, I know nowadays there's so many real artists, but, um, you know, there's those guys who have been doing this for a decade or more, you know, when you look at people like JC and Nag and a few others. I, I'm not sure how long Falco... Chris Morgan, dude. He's been
0: in this for a long time.
1: Morgan, yeah. Chris Morgan as well. Um, I don't know how long Falco and Malpagano have been doing it, but I'm, I'm fairly certain Walk, Nick's been in oh, this for long a long while.
0: time. Yeah, I'll, I'll, least... yeah, Nick's been in it for, like, what? Like, over like almost 20 something years?
1: And then Freddie Loper. Like, all these guys have been doing this for so long. So I, I get why people go to them... 'Cause they they've been doing it for so long so they, they, they have their shit down to a science. Um but yeah don't 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 come to me and ask me to do someone else's work.
2: Also Please. just something if I can interject about like people like being picky about things also, like just realize that like when we're doing something, if you have like ideas of what you want your mask to look like, you don't have to contact us constantly, you know, like formulate your your thoughts into, like, one message, you know, send us, you know, like, yeah. you know, the the details, what what do I want, you know, like, don't change your mind a bunch, because we have to, like, get things lined up, and if you keep changing your mind and what you want, what you want it to look like, we can't get a good ground on anything, you know, like, we have to plan on what we do, and we can't do anything like last-minute changes, you know, like, oh, I put the hair on, but now they don't like the hair, you know, they want to change something else, so, you just yeah. gotta know what you want. So when it comes to a uh, go, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no go
1: ahead. You're, 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 sorry.
2: Oh, it's just like I, I get a lot of people I don't know if you guys get a lot of messages about stuff, but it's people who seem like they want to order something but don't ever end up ordering anything. They want to go through the whole process, you know, and take like an hour of your time talking about masks and they're just never they're never you know, never gonna order anything.
1: They're window shopping.
2: Yeah, window shopping. And <laughs> I got to get a website set up for that because I'm just going to send everybody to a website so they can just look and then I don't have to keep explaining myself every time. But it's just like I mean, if you don't if you don't have any intentions to really order something from us, don't start a conversation that you can't like go any further with. You know,
0: yeah, uh, I, I, I can't say I haven't done Like when I was starting out, I am kind of guilty of that. Whatever. Uh, but yeah. Um, most of the time when somebody messages me about it, like, it's, like I understand, like, they want to know, like, the quality of, like, when uh, people saw my Warlock, I had a bunch of people message me. They're like, oh, my God, like, what did you ask for? I was like, just go as Screen Accurate. That's like all like t- Like, any artist I go to, anybody like, uh, Roland Kelly with my H2SM, anybody else, like, uh, Terry over at CGP, I just told him Screen Accurate, just go as Screen Accurate as you can. Uh, except for the Warlock, I told Terry to just make the hair, like, a little more, like, have more of an orange tint to it, and... That's about it. That's it. Like, boom, that's it. And that's kind you of should, how it trust trust trust. should be. If you want it, like, just be like, just say you screen it. Like, they'll do it. Like, they, you know, they have millions of reference photos. Like, I've been to Jimmy's shop. He's got a bunch of photos. Nick, like, they know what they're doing. Just That's all you got to say.
1: It, it never bothers me when someone says, I want something sc- that looks kind of screen accurate. You know, I, I can make it look screen accurate as possible, but we, we, Let's be honest, like how many actual reference shots do we have of the hero mask from the first film that we can really go off of? There's not a whole lot. There are some.
2: They didn't they didn't catalog stuff like they do now. Like now you're going to get props that are literally photographed, you know, like every single angle so they can be replicated. They weren't thinking of that in the 70s. They're like, crap, we need a mask. We need, we did one in 45 minutes. Tommy, go, go get at it, you know? And yeah, and yeah. They had it,
0: you know? Like, it was very rushed, really. You know, a little, but every was budget film. They had a time schedule, you know, to get this done as quick as possible. They, they didn't know what to do. So they just did this, did that. Boom, boom. Here we go. Here yeah. we are now. They weren't thinking of like, what would this mask look
2: like any second beyond when they needed it? That's what Tommy, I remember you guys saw Sean, Sean Clark's yeah. video where they converted yeah. yep. that. He's like, We were thinking that this mask needed to last as long as for you know we needed it to film with, and then we weren't considering anything else after that. It could be thrown away after that. They didn't care.
0: No, they beat the hell out of that thing. Yeah.
2: So like, they didn't bother to like, hey, you know, let's get some really high quality photos of this. No, it was just BTS stuff that people were snapping, and they just happened to be you know like decent enough pictures where you actually can see any detail because we're lucky enough to get those at all.
1: Or color enhanced. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: Uh, we had, uh, Okay, I ended up getting a super chat, so thank you so much, Luke, Luke Goley. Uh, he says, one thing that I have seen is that some people don't pay attention to, sorry, some people don't pay attention is that the, the right lighting makes Michael Myers look scary. So, you know, lighting yes. is everything for the film.
0: Yes, that's a major thing. That's a big thing. That's what a lot of people don't get is all just lighting, and that's, yeah, lighting's a huge thing it comes as a big factor when it comes to like taking pictures even like with just taking pictures in the film uh people think like that they gave him the coveralls are different color like because just because of the lighting well it's not even that
2: it's lighting and post-production because they do so much stuff to these movies in the
0: end where they're gonna
2: oh sure that's why the coveralls keep changing you know in in colors between daylight yeah they you know they're going to do all kinds of stuff to it and it really depends on each release that we're looking at cuz the dvd release gets this transfer blu-ray gets this and then they're going to change some things here or there you know so it's just it always changes so we're never going to uh, until we get the definitive anything in our hands you know like if i have the hero mask in my hands i have the hero cub rolls in my hands we'll never know,
1: we'll yeah. never know. So apparently now I don't know how I mean this is this is what I've I've seen. So Sean Clark says that the coveralls were absolutely blue. He says he has he has images that that I guess never before seen images or maybe rarely seen images of what the the coveralls actually look like, and apparently they were hundred percent blue. Now I haven't seen those images. I have to do more research on it. But I always thought they had like maybe not an not was it it's olive wood green or um. I don't think it was I mean it was kinda of greyish. I've had
0: somebody colour. <laughs> somebody released something, I don't know where it was. It was the old Sears catalog. It was all the catalogs of all the colors that they had around that time because like, you know, a lot of colors weren't around like spruce green, stuff like that, like all the extra colors that we see today, they weren't around around that time. And I think only Navy blue and gray. It wasn't, like, specifically like, charcoal gray. You know what I mean? It was just regular gray. It was just regular, like, you know, navy blue. Uh, And that was about it. So, so, I mean, it could be possible. It could be. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've had, like, different brands, different colors, like, try and get matched. Like, I had a pair of Montgomery Wards that were olive wood that were really close in photos. I've had, you know, Big Macs. I pretty much have... Uh, I actually just use red caps now. I have my gristle box, like red caps.
0: I have a pair of those too. Yeah, yeah. I was actually talking about. Like, they're Brad. Like the um,
2: best coveralls, man. Like, I
0: unfortunately I, 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 my fat ass kind of outgrown them, so they just kind of <laughs> hang around. But I mean, at least I can say I got a pair of them. Uh, uh, but yeah, I was actually talking with Brad. The other that's his that's his name. His name's Brad. I'm sorry if I kind of like, you know, blew that up. But uh, <laughs> his. Uh, yeah, his, his work's great. Yeah, I was actually chatting with him uh, last week with him, Chris Morgan, and a couple other people. Yeah, he's a cool dude.
2: Yeah, and I, like I've got um, you guys know Connor Patrick. I've got him yeah, on, oh like, yeah. I've I always got met him, 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 him on the eye for my forty six tall trade wares. If that ever comes in, like I need those baggy yep. ogs. Like, but they're so hard to find. He's like, mm-hmm. it's probably gonna be a while. I'm like, well, I'll wait around a while. You know, like that's
0: all right. And no, he's need- worth the
2: yeah. ad. Yeah, I mean, like. It's nice to be able to get, you know, something for sub $200 gristle box that looks as good as it does and oh, yeah. being able to still source the original. We have so many options for coveralls, you know, like, and then you could even get the Tots stuff. The Tots is good enough for entry-level people. Like, if you don't have a lot of money, they'll do just fine in low lighting like it's supposed to be done.
1: Um, do you yeah, because
0: not everybody like us, like, pays attention to detail. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So for, also, for those who do cosplay, I, I, I glanced at the comment section and I see some people discussing cosplaying. Um, I know that a, a lot of people sell those those Viet, Vietnam-style boots, right, that they was used in the first one?
2: Jungle boots, yeah. jungle yep. Boots. Jungle so you, boots. You can
1: actually find those on Amazon right now for less than 40 bucks. Yep. yep.
2: That's where I bought mine. You sure I can. Uh, I, I actually have three pairs of jungle boots. I have a drive two of the olive pair. That are um, like the screen accurate color, one's distressed and one's clean. And then I have a black pair of jungle boots for my Brandon James cosplay from oh, Scream nice. the TV series. Yeah, that's
1: sick. Awesome shit. Um, okay. Let me let me jump in. I think some more people just joined. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, welcome, Filthy Dan. Uh, welcome, John's World of Geeking. Um, welcome, Cecil Vane. Welcome, Max. Welcome, Good Real Hunting. Welcome back, Vanderhoff. Welcome, movie chat. And movie I movie.
0: like that name, Good Real Honey. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> Those guys are awesome. I like Those that. Guys are awesome. <laughs> that's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alexander <laughs> Wilkins, how's it going? Welcome as well. Uh, thank you so much for uh, being a part of this live stream today. We are discussing the Myers community, hobby in general, kind of masks collectors, people who just enjoy the films. We haven't really dived into uh, that part of it yet because I feel like there's so much to discuss with the mask side of it. Because oh, it's, so much, it can, Like, they're gonna be here for. A, day or two uh just like i feel
0: time. awful for my girlfriend sometimes because she has to hear about like all the shit like i just express like i just tell her about all of all and she's like just so lost sometimes she's like i can't even keep up i'm like sorry like it's i'm doing my best it,
1: it's hard dude i mean there's because there's still, like there's like drama everywhere there's clicks here and there's clicks oh. there and it's like uh i see too many people not wanting to i, I feel like there's so many people who say they want to build this community and make it better and you know at, Actions speak louder than words. Like, don't just say it. Do it. And I see yeah. a lot of right.
0: that. Yeah, that, I mean, like I said, that's what I try to do. Like, when I see people up in calling like, sculpting something or, you know, they're painting, I hop on, I try to inspire them. Like, Dallas, a couple of times, has lost his scourge. Like, he's lost, like, you know. Yeah, we all get uh, that, man. Yeah. yeah, and I've like hopped on. I'm like, nah, man, keep going, keep going. Don't, you know, don't stop. Like, you know, this shit gets hard. Like, people run into these, you know, these roadblocks, and like everybody goes through it. Everybody. Like, like, like rehauling, like, and mass making, everybody goes through that. Everybody. Yeah. So you know, keep pushing, just keep pushing. Don't stop. Don't stop. Bro, there will be other times- people I can cry shit about. Also, though,
2: if you guys are doing rehauls, the best advice I can give you is know your worth. I think right now the rehaul market is so dead. It's so dead because what did we see going up to Christmas? $50 full rehauls that like so many people were trying to do, like new artists are trying to do. Basically, they're just trying to price, you know, like, Swipe us, you know, like, well, why would anyone want to come to any one of us to get a high quality mask and then go to anybody over here and just get one for 50 bucks? That's you a know, shitty like,
0: thing. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that's a shitty thing. So that's, it just is.
2: kind of it floods the market with a bunch of people who just don't know what they're doing, charging subpar work, you know, and it, I saw free rehauls, With like free rehauls. Like, how could you even like give your time away like that and work for nothing? Like, what are you doing? Like, I can't yeah. get rehaul orders because people come to me and they're like, "Well, why is your rehaul, you know, like over a hundred dollars? This guy's doing it for fifty or thirty-five bucks." I'm like, "Well, because I have to work to do this and I can't give away my time."
0: You yeah, know? absolutely. Like, you guys got lives. It's like, like people yeah. think like, like some of these, like some artists, like dedicate one hundred ten percent of their of their life. It's like, you know, people have wives, people have kids, people have family people have shit to do. It's like, you know, they, some people, they, they just do this for a side thing. Like, it's not a full-time thing. Like, some people, if they do it full-time, good for them. But, you know, there's a vast majority that don't do this full-time. And people get all pissy about it. And it's like, well, what, what do you expect, man? Yeah. It's like it's like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get the impatience. Like, I'm patient because it's art. Like, it's really just art. Like, it's like you got to wait for it. You want a good... You want good quality or you want shit quality? You want a rush process like, <laughs> like tops? Like, you know, send their shit to Mexico, get a quick paint job, boom, 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 slap some hair on there, boom, you got a shitty looking mask. Whereas you have somebody that's taking four or six months, there's a reason because they're trying to make sure you have the best, of the best or try to at least mm-hmm. make it look like you got the best of the best.
1: So. Yeah, So, so, so I, I, to both of those topics, real quick, that you guys touched up on, the, 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 Wait times and the 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 low cost of rehauls. All right, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very honest with both both of you. I'm guilty to both. Uh, I was I, I'm not gonna name anyone here, but I was supposed to get a mask. They said it was gonna be six months, and six months became nine months, and I'm like, damn, this is becoming almost a year, and I kind of became a little impatient. But I was always professional and nice and everything like that. Now going into um, uh, the low rehaul thing, it was last year or no, sorry, maybe it was my first year of doing rehauls. I Dropped the price really low so I can get more work under my belt because I felt so noob, and uh, that's that's why I wanted to do it. Because at that point I'm not really making any money because the cost of paint, the cost of hair, shipping, mm. things like that. I'm not really making money, but I I know what you're ta- I know what you're talking about, Dallas, and and I know exactly uh, what the, the intention is behind. Some well, of there's
2: those. a difference. There's a difference in doing it because like you're doing it for the experience versus somebody who's doing it just to make money real quick with somebody else's mask. And, you know, like, I, I feel like if you're doing a $50 rehaul and you're including shipping in that, you're making, what, 30 bucks, If that. Like, Pen so easy. what kind of materials could you possibly use? I mean, you see a lot of low-quality stuff. There's a difference in being, like, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a competent artist who's just running a sale for $50, you know. But mm-hmm. then there's one thing of, like, I'm only starting out and i shouldn't even be offering rehauls yet i should be doing more practicing i should be mm. buying my own masks you know buy a 78 do it you know six times you know strip it paint it strip it paint it just do it a bunch of times get proficient with it mm. then when you feel like you have a product that somebody would really want to buy then come out with you know like 75 or 100 dollar rehauls but like when you get into 50 dollars 40 dollars new people who come to our our world see those prices and that's what they think that the prices are that's not that's not how it works you know that's just the low end of the spectrum right they then then those are the people that blow up when they see a jc mask sell for $1200 i'm like well it's kind of because that's sought after for that reason it's a really good piece a lot of people want it so you're not going to be able to get you know a $50 rehaul to look like that
1: Oh yeah, no, exactly. I just one one second. I saw someone pop in the chat. A couple of people. I'm gonna say their names. But welcome, Aaron Silvera. Um, Aaron Silvera. Um, he is he's a he's a really good friend of mine. I've known him since high school. Me and him have been in a couple of bands oh, together. Wow. so all It's a right. uh, great to see him here. So thanks so much for jo- uh, joining, man. I hope everything's going good where you're at right now. He re- recently just moved out of the, the town that we both live in, and I uh, hope all is well with you and your family. Uh, but welcome, and then Antonis, welcome, Art Wishwood, welcome. Uh, wow, a lot of familiar faces and some new ones in here. This is great stuff, you know. I'm I'm, I'm glad that the see this is what the Myers community can do. It can bring us together. Uh, it's great stuff. I did my
0: best I have, guys. So hey, I, is, yeah.
1: I just posted us. I just made a uh, post just a minute a bit, a bit ago with uh, YouTube. I tagged you guys so just to just let you know. So hopefully that gets some more traction. But, um, yeah. Going with what you said, Dallas. Yeah, I I can I see exactly what you mean. And um. So so with that, like the know your worth thing, so. I'm not going to name, I'm not going to name, oh, welcome Robert, uh, how's it going, I'm not going to name drop anybody right now, but I,
0: <laughs> go ahead I and say it, don't say the name, just go ahead and say what you got to say, bud. So,
1: yeah, so, I know someone who said, uh, uh, know your, your worth, so they decided to up their prices, and when I say they up their prices, I mean they're up in their prices, dude, like, why am I going to pay that much, uh.
0: See, all right, so here's my problem. Here's my problem. This is where I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to bite this real quick. Cool. So, like Dallas also saying, with the $1,200, like the JC thing, that's what, like, you know, that's, that's fair. But what I don't agree with, this is where I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be a shithead for a second. Do it. The, the $2,000 mask, when the mask is a $60 base, now if it's a nag or something, that's Worth the high price because of the blank itself, you're, you're gonna be in the triple digits for for a blank from that. You're going you're going to be there is no there's no way around it. So stuff like that, I, okay, if it's from an indie artist, they got their you know it's a high quality latex. You know it's not gonna be tots, it's not gonna be something that you know it's gonna deteriorate like you know in the next couple of years, whatever. Um, that's that's fair. That's fair to pay like fifteen hundred. You know, high prices like that because already like you're, you're paying a lot just for the mask itself. You know, and the rehaul serves, all that shit, all that good stuff. But when it's like a sixty dollars, it's like it kind of kills me a little bit. It's like you know, I'm not saying the same quality work, but I'm saying like you know, I, I can still get that mask rehauled and painted it up looking good for much cheaper, for much cheaper. And I, I don't know, it's just my personal thing. I'm not shitting sure on anybody's work at all. Like like I said, like I. I've told many people many times, people have gotten in arguments with me over, like, J.C.'s work. I, I love J.C.'s work. I would love to own a piece of business one day. I just don't agree with the people that exploit his name a little bit, too. You know, they slap his name, you know, they think it's James Carter. People are going to pay three grand for a fucking minute. It's like, dude, come on. Like, now you're just looking like an asshole. Like, now you're just exploiting people's names. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, Jimmy Falco made a post not very long ago, like, stating that, like, like calling it out. You know what? Like, I agreed with him. Like people, like some in some cases, a lot of the names are being exploited. The the jack the jack up the prices and bleed collectors dry, and it's and it's wrong. It's bullshit. Like I don't, I just, I just don't agree with it.
1: I I'm I'm with you 100. You know, when you take a sixty dollar mask and you try to put it up there for a thousand bucks, knowing that like That's dude, crazy, like no, I'm That's not crazy, trying, I'm not even trying to talk now. There's quick.
2: difference between that and being like oh, like it bids up to that. Because I've seen like that's one Nick thing. Nick Malagano's top seventy eight. Yes, those were good, fucking yes. masks. They yes, were. and if they naturally bid that high, awesome.
0: That's okay. But that's if, fine. if you're
2: just if you're just slapping it up on eBay, you
0: know, it's top flipping the mask and shit like that. Like, like you're yeah, flipping them. You're not even collecting them. You're just flipping them. Like, yeah. you know, you're gonna do that, so, dude. Like, what's
2: up, something, thing. bro?
0: Like, are you gonna do that?
2: I can't. Like, I almost. Know. I try and keep almost all the masks that I can. How many people buy those JC masks, own them for a week, and then sell them right off? Yep.
0: Yeah, just want to flip them in some cases, in some people's cases, it's like an emergency pops up. You know, like, you can like, do, yeah, it's just like. That's understandable. That's understandable. But if you're flipping it, like, it's, it's noticeable that you're flipping them. Like, I'm seeing your name, like, every so often, and you're flipping a mask. Like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to say it. You're an asshole, bro. Like,
1: you're ruining it. You're ruining it for,
0: for people in this hobby when you're, when you're, like, increasing the price margin for a mask, like, dramatically, dramatic Like, you can't even put a number on it. That's, like, how dramatic it is.
2: I mean, honestly, so, the prices should go down based on how many different people touch it. Like, between every between every person who owns it and the condition that they keep it in, I mean, we're not all keeping it in the same, you know, manner. We're not keeping it in cases. We're not yeah, keeping like it all, all same my none like of my none of
0: mine. Are in cases. So like,
2: you're gonna take a $1,200 mask, you're gonna put it on some shelf. It could turn into a $600 <laughs> mask in a couple of months because maybe it starts to rot. You know, so you only got you know a few few years left with it, and then the lifespan goes down. So oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's nice to think about like these things can. Appreciate in value, but mostly it's gonna be like cars. They're gonna start losing value once they get into the hands of the first owner Because they're like gonna do stuff with it. Yeah
1: We don't know how well enough they clean the inside how much they wear it I just recently watched sorry. No, sorry recently I saw a picture of someone who said this is what happened with age to my mask and it was like a creep or some mask And it just like the whole eye holes were getting big and it was just, rot was setting in and and uh. we only had it for like a couple years and, and I was like, fuck, dude, like, that, that shouldn't happen after a couple of years. You don't take care of I, shit. shit.
2: When I was uh, younger, maybe like 10 years ago, I had an old Don Post 06 that was one of the first, like, not, nah, you know, economy Myers masks that I could mm-hmm. get my hands on. Um, there was no Tots masks. If there was Rubies, they were awful. Ruby should never produce another Myers mask as long as they're in production. Oh, man, no Please, way. Rubies, don't do it. Just don't do it.
0: I'm pretty sure Ruby's is in charge of uh making the slipknot mask for the band. For like for their for the merchandise. Not not like obviously their fucking stage use masks. Like weird because like, I mean no, hang on. I don't mean to throw so it. much shade at their work. Yeah,
2: some 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 of their stuff like from back in the day, like their Myers work didn't look good at all. And I don't know no. how I don't no. know how Falcon publishing let them have the rights to it. I guess there there, there was no tot, so there was no alternative to you know like producing these at a large scale but
0: i'm surprised down post studios never got they they never like they, they came out with a mask but they couldn't call it a michael Myers mask they didn't have the license to, to call it so they could they didn't have the rights to call it so the mask yeah. and i'm very surprised like they're the like they kind of like we're like we gotta thank them basically in a way for their cat and girt mask like if we didn't have that uh we wouldn't have michael mayer's we wouldn't uh, we'd have either Evan Kelly or Spock,
1: or Richard Nixon. So,
0: yeah, or Richard Nixon. Yep. And I, yep. I
2: sent you that picture earlier uh, last week, James, about uh, that Chris Morgan has the Don Post
0: '99 two-piece mold. That's a good get, and that's gonna be good. Yeah, we were talking about that a little bit on the, on the Zoom chat. He posted. It was like a last, but it was like a very like like pretty quick Zoom chat that he posted up. But it it went on for like an hour and a half. We were like just shooting the shit, talking about it and stuff. But yeah, that thing is incredible. Yeah. Like that yeah. that is the yeah. Uh, and we were just talking about like all the like other people that put them out and stuff. Uh, and his is just gonna be incredible. That thing is like just detailed to a T to a T. That think it is nice. Like for sure. Like if I had my if I had my ninety eight here, like I I would look at it and just be like, this is ridiculous. I wish I. I'm not saying I wish, like. I'm not saying I wish I didn't get it. No, but you know, I, I kind of wish in some places it was a little bit more detailed. But for the most part, a '98 Shatter is actually not that bad. It's really not that bad of a looking mask. Uh, it's great for an H2 finish. That's what I'm having done. On mine. I might at going to be doing. on as an H2 finish, and I'm like super pumped for that.
2: And it, some people don't know this, but I believe isn't there? There's two different molds. There's the Darren Perks ninety eight ninety nine, and then there's another one that's on eBay that's slightly different it looks like it's stretched slightly in the face
0: and that's the one that's got the latex like already filled in like the eyes you know what i'm you know what i'm talking about right like yeah not, I like, the so. eyes. Like, like darren because darren has his already cut out because that's who i got my blank from was was from darren perch
2: yeah i need to get one
0: from him. and his was good his was nice there wasn't really there wasn't any bubbles or anything but from those ones that you're talking about like the ones i was just mentioning the ones that had the latex still and that aren't cut out those ones, I see, like, there's a loss of detail. Like, there's, like, almost no detail on them. Mad air bubbles. And, you know, I'm well, not, not going to start doing it, but. See, like,
2: detail's yeah, a big problem great. because, like, the, I like when I was starting to do this, like, I was trying to figure out how do I want to produce my mask. That's why I went with Nick Mulpagano because he does the plastic molds. I've been able to have, you know, like, crispy detail in every single mask, and I don't have to touch ult- Ultracal or hydrocal or plaster every, you know.
0: That's how I would months. do it, like, yeah, because I was watching your math, like, Nick, and, and like, how you're doing it, too. Like, I was like, you know what? If I was ever going to make masks, I'd do plastic, too. That seems like such less, mat- like, less material.
2: Uh, you can only do it on, like, like simple mold. forms, but, like, Myers masks and like realistic Simple. human forms,
0: it rocks exactly what you needed to do. Yeah. He, yeah. Nick mainly, uh, yeah. All the stuff is in, in plastic mold. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you right now, man, I've worked with HydraCal before and it is the messiest shit, dude. I, I have like this, this piece of this Rob <laughs> Zombie mold over here that, that broke actually. Cause I, you know, I'm, I'm producing a Rob Zombie mask soon called the O7 Slayer. And, uh, so I have this, so I have like this, this hundred pound or hundred pound bag of ultra calibre here, just chilling, and uh, it's just messy. It gets on your clothes, and you have to it, it, yeah. it stuck on your clothes. And you have to throw them away, and then if it gets on your carpet, I have a carpet laid down in my garage, dude. Like I can't get that out. Like it's stuck there. It's just it's just messy, and, and and I want to work with plastic. I don't know if it's like the vapors are harmful or not. Like I don't know how that works.
2: Yeah. It's. I mean, you just have to like always work in a well ventilated space when you're working with any kind of like mixing chemicals or anything like that. But as long as you're smart about it, it's fine. Uh, you can make a mold in a couple hours if you have everything right handy and if you nail it. That's the one thing you got to nail that you know your first print coat, and then you got to make sure you're not getting bubbles in between layers. If you're if you pay attention and you're on top of your timing. You should have good molds coming out every time. The HydraCal UltraCal had the benefit of you can repair molds on the inside if there's something that goes wrong with it. Sometimes you have like small air bubbles on the neck or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can fill them in. You really can't go back in and fix a plastic mold on the inside once it's done. If it's Mm -hmm. damaged on the inside, you pretty much have to start over. Uh, Because you put any extra plastic in there, it'll show like a big mark. You know wherever it was patched. Oh,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. I've tried. Um, so Chris Morgan used to have the what was it, the WMP seven two and then I think he sold it. Uh, I yes. bought that master two years yeah. ago, and and I first time working with all uh, HydraCal, uh, or was it UltraCal? Either way, it's one of the cals. And and um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I get I pull the one piece mold out of the the the, the UltraCal mold. Hydrocal mold, whatever. And, dude, there's so many dots everywhere. So when I, And then I, w- I went in, patched it all up, and was like, oh, sweet, dude. I fixed it all up. So I did a, a, a latex pour. A day later, I pulled it out, and it's just like, it, dude, it looked, fuck, dude, deformed. Like, it's so hard. Chris, Chris was like, no, you're going to have to just redo the mold. I'm like, no, I'm just going to patch this up. And I'm not listening to the guy who's been doing this for a decade, what a fool I was, because uh, I should have just listened to him because I wasted a day.
2: When, when it comes it down what to it like what I my, my products that I use I have for every one mold that I have I have two that didn't turn out I have two babysitter stalker molds and two OGS molds that are either flawed or have something wrong with them where I can't use them it's like it took me like three tries on every one to get one that was good enough to use. Because these things are picky. But I'll never need to make another one ever. Because this whole, it's indestructible. I can drop it on the ground.
0: I can do whatever I want.
1: That uh, thing looks red.
0: super white, too. It I think does. it looks like white as a feather. He's oh, picking yeah. it up like no ease, man. I was struggling it's at a, Jimmy's last summer trying to pick up, trying to pick up a mold. And well, I was like, holy shit. This one is like... probably a couple.
2: Of, this one's probably like two pounds. Maybe even if that. It's basically just a plastic bowl. Oh, and it's just a shaped plastic bowl. I could eat. I can eat fucking breakfast here out of this damn bed. That's I why I don't get
0: why people like, talk shit about plastic <laughs> mold, man. I'm like, dude, that thing looks like you could just like easily, like just pick that up, work with it. Like, it's, it's just good for, I don't know. Casting, it's, it's, the details get, like, are insane.
2: Yeah. So, like, it's, you know, infinitely easier to work with. It has its downfall. There's downfalls. Like, it, you can't dry as evenly as you can with uh, a stone mold because this isn't a porous material. So it doesn't leach air out through it. So getting the ears to dry is kind of a pain in the ass. Getting the tip of the nose to dry is kind of a pain in the ass because there's no way to wick air out. I have to use a fan just blowing in here, and if that first layer isn't completely dry, it doesn't matter how many layers I put on top of it. It just locks it between here, and then it'll be wet forever until I take it out, and then I have to fix it. So stone molds are better because then you don't have to worry about things like that. Your pole should come out dry every time, they just may have tons of stippling on the face, you know, lots of defects, things like that. I've never had those on this, ever. I just pull it out, trim the neck, start going. I don't have That's to do crazy. anything else to it.
1: That's pretty cool. We've got a couple more people who are who just came in here. Um, Cosplay Michael Myers, how's it going? Movie Chatmore, welcome back. How's it going? I hope everything's going well. Future Snake, how's it going? uh tall story studios what is going on zach he is uh co-directing and uh director of photography for my special boy which is a friday the uh, friday the 13th fan film which we hope to release uh next year
0: i yeah i can't wait to see that man that's gonna be good
1: yeah dude oh man i've been
0: talking about the 13th series lately a little bit
1: ever since the box set released um i mean even before but since that box set released it comes with so much extra material i've been kind of like just hooked on the franchise like non-stop plus i'm working on a film for it so uh it's just been like a non-stop friday the 13th marathon for me
2: you know you know james i'm gonna have to get a copy of that that i can boot to a vhs because it's the only way i watch my friday the 13th Dude, It's on oh, tape
1: we'll have VHS. What i've available.
2: got oh okay then i'll have to get one of those because i've got uh <laughs> i i've I have a boot of a few of the fan films. I'm trying to find um, some of the most prevalent ones on their like, actual releases. They're really hard to track down. Mm-hmm. And they were like, super limited. But I want to have like VHS versions of all of them, because that's the only way I watch them on Friday the 13th, is I got my
0: whole original tape
2: collections.
0: Oh, dude, hell yeah. That's nice. sick. That's sick. That's really awesome, man. I've Me and my girlfriend have been talking about uh, bringing a VHS player down here. I want to get back to like collecting like the Goosebumps tapes and like stuff like you know like all the old horror movies and stuff. Cause I used to go to Blockbuster. That's really what what sparked my interest in horror. Like I, when I was little, my mom used to take me, my brother and sister at the time, uh, to Blockbuster and I would rent like just horror movies. That's that's literally what sparked it. Like I went to I went to Blockbuster. I saw all these cool ass movie titles and stuff. I'm like, oh shit! Like I just the started renting. I was like, wow. Oh my god, yeah. man! Yeah, some of them are incredible, man. Like, like, like the old Universal monster films. Like they had some incredible posters on them. I was like, holy shit, man! It, DVD it art is
2: nothing like VHS art. DVD art is so commercial, and it just nope. mostly shows the actors. Like VHS, some box people art don't get it. Had to sell you, like it was. You know, they were dying for rentals. So that art had to be like something like everybody wanted to pick up,
0: and it worked, man. I mean, it worked for my. You know, when I was like seven, eight years old, like yes, yeah, it worked. So good for that. Thank a you. A couple,
2: like I pulled out some stuff. Uh, my best tape for Halloween is the 1981 media release that I have.
0: That's awesome. Is that, the, that shit's sick. That's, a,
2: that's, a,
1: that's a, is that the first or second edition? I think I have that
2: one. This is the second edition. The okay. first edition. Well, there's actually a couple of different editions. There's an original like 1979 edition that's a lot of multicolors on the front. Mm. Uh, it has like a blue and white border. Um, it's a lot more retro than this one. There's a white cover version of this, and then I have the black cover version. But I don't watch this very often. This is the one I usually break out on Halloween night and watch mm. the oldest copy of Halloween that I own on that. Yeah, house. man,
0: that's an, that's a goldie right there, man. I don't blame you.
2: And I have probably eight different versions of 78 on tape from different releases and everything that they've done. Cause they're all slightly different. Mm. Uh, like one thing you, when it comes to like quality wise, I prefer the tapes just because I think that they make the movies that much nostalgic. more interesting and nostalgic and scarier. But one thing I didn't notice until I watched it when I got the Blu-ray or at like the 4k copy of 78, when it came out on 4k Blu-ray, the scene, the, the, uh, speed or a hey jerk speed kills scene when he's driving past them mm-hmm. on tape when he drives past in the car you can never see like it shows the car going by but you see like just like a figure you never see what he actually looks like, like his quality so and yeah. yeah and then like it wasn't until the 4k release that i could actually see him and see his mask you could see just the eye holes looking right at you and it just like gave it a whole nother level so it's like there are some things you miss, but these old ways of watching them are just like I think probably the best ways to watch them.
1: Yeah, especially like the 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 was it the wrench that's in his hand as he's putting it down and then he hits yep. the yeah like with, I mean we've always been able to see it, but on VHS it's a little it's a lot less clear. Now you watch it on 4K and it's just like you that, that's a that's a you see it's everything. It's a, a wrench in his fucking hand. Yeah, Welcome it was never inten- like they they never intended that. So I guess. So Chud Chud's corner is in here, welcome. That is gonna be playing Jason in my special boy.
0: So oh, shit. All right. How's it going? Nice. Hello.
1: Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, we've got, we got a lot of people just uh, coming in and saying hi, man. This is fucking cool, man. Man, this is
0: hitting off pretty good, man. Oh, this Connor, is good.
1: Connor just came in a new... Oh, what's up, man? Another familiar face. How's it going? Yeah, man, we're, we're discussing the the, the, the the Myers hobby, and we haven't really touched up on the film very much, but we're, we're starting to dive into that a little bit. Um, one we're getting thing there. I noticed with the um, the Halloween films and uh, is, is the, the how opinionated that side of the community is. Like they're so like if you, you like Halloween Resurrection, don't get me wrong. I hate, I fucking hate Halloween Resurrection, but I'm not gonna like you know call you a piece of shit for like. But you watch it. You'll watch
2: it. Won't I watch
1: you? it a couple times a year. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so like that's the thing is is I noticed like if you say you like Halloween three, they're like we didn't have Michael Myers in it. That movie's fucking trash. It's like.
0: Oh. Well, no shit. Because Halloween wasn't even supposed to be Michael Myers their age two. So. <laughs> Eat shit on that.
1: Yeah, the, like, I
0: hate it. Like saying, like people are like, oh well, Michael Myers wasn't. Well, if you look in the history of Halloween, like really, John Carpenter didn't want shit to do with Halloween too. He just did it because he was getting paid for it. Yeah, and it's basically it's like he was in, like stone at the time writing the script. That's why it's, like some people find Halloween 2 shitty. I love it. That's my number one favorite out of the whole franchise is the nineteen eighty one H two, just because like just because of everything in it. But mm. uh, what little people don't know is It was supposed to be like you know, kind of like American Horror Story in a way. It was, it was supposed to be an anthology series. It wasn't supposed to be just Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. Michael was supposed to die in that hospital, but because of the demand for Michael Myers to come back, that's why they made H4. And then they brought him back. Yeah.
1: So, now that you're saying H4, I'm i I'm sorry, this is off topic. This is kind of going back to the mask thing. Have you seen that new H4 cover mask that, that's come out recently?
0: Yeah. Sure <laughs> have.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so who? So where, that thing kind of came out of nowhere, right? Like,
0: I ain't saying shit.
1: <laughs> nope. What's your thoughts on it?
0: Oh, that's it's gonna blow. Oh man, it's <laughs> uh, there's gonna be some pissed off people. I'll tell you that. Uh, but it's it's amazing. It's amazing, like. Chris Morgan wasn't even aware of it. Until I mentioned something. He was like, "Holy shit!" Like, like the accuracy on it is just amazing. Like, just the details and everything. I love it. I'm definitely getting a copy of it when it's not eBay ain't going for like a thousand dollars, you know. But I gotta have that mask. I have to. I thing is gnarly. It looks,
1: it looks really good. Um, so this person, um, do you think that that name is is that a real person? Google it. Google that person.
0: Yeah, Google him, Jerome Howard. Google him.
1: Oh, so that, 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 it's a real person. so That's not a like, pretend alias or anything.
0: I mean, it's an alias, but it's, it's it's it is a real person.
1: I have some suspicions. Sure, is a real I person. Can you know, I just that. tell you who
0: it, like, like who Jerome Howard is? It's 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 Curly from the fucking Three Stooges. Yeah, that's his real name.
1: I have my I have suspicions, but we're not going to talk about it on here. We'll we'll just say that behind <laughs> the scenes. <laughs>
0: Yeah. That looks um, great. It's a it's a great math, though. Like, dude, this thing is it's a it's a game changer for sure. Like this thing just came out of left field. Like I you know, it, it's yeah, it's a game changer. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh uh I can't wait to own a copy of it one day when it becomes more when they start getting cranked out more, not really scarcely on you on uh, not YouTube, but uh eBay. Um plus Dixon actually bought the first one. I talked to Les a lot, um, and uh, he was like, "Yep, one." I was like, "No shit," I was like, "No way." He told me it's like it was like a thousand, so I was like, "Holy fucking shit, dude! Like, that's crazy."
1: Is it? But the artist, did it.
0: The artist, I, did, the artist I, did, I um, or is I'm it, pretty certain it is. is I'm pretty it, sure.
1: No, no life cast? Do you think?
0: Um, I, I like I said, I have no idea. Like, I can't say a whole shit. About, like uh i don't know like the extent of like the detail if it was ground up if a life cast was used or what but uh it's 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 looks fantastic like that it not to talk shit about that but it kind of blows that one out of the water a little bit uh i was actually going to get uh a cover mask from Nag, but I chose to go with the stretch Kirk instead because I wanted a solid look in H one. Mm-hmm. But everyone was like, "Oh, go with the PS seven. I was like, "No, I was like, I kind of want something more detailed than that." So I just went with the stretch Kirk because that thing is, yeah, spot on. That that Nag, like that one is amazing. That one is great. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to actually have it in my collection. Uh But this cover mask, this new one that just came out, this thing is, yeah, this thing is a game changer for sure.
1: There's another one. a Good luck, Top Net. There's another one, too. Remember, was it two years ago? Uh, it was April Fool's. There was, there was a mass that someone previewed. It was on April Fool's, and it was like... It was the Id. Is that what it's called?
2: The Id by James Mangrum.
0: Yeah, it says, yes. uh, yeah the Hebrew... I actually knew about it. I didn't even before he got revealed. Uh, someone else told me what it was. I'm not going to tell who it was that told me that, but, yeah, they told me that it was him. But I wasn't going to spoil it, but, yeah... Yeah, man, I remember that. I remember that whole thing it was between him and Nag. they kind of, like he was like challenging Nag, and then I was like, you know what, this ought to be interesting. That one was pretty cool. That one's good, but the Stretch Kirk, the Stretch Kirk, I think that thing is more detailed. Uh, it's got a lot more details to it. I'm I'm just really excited to get my copy back from Jimmy when he when he's done with it. Um, that's that's yeah, gonna be great.
1: Yeah, I I I want I want one. I've actually talked to James, uh, briefly, very briefly, about prices and things like that, and and it's it's definitely something I I plan to do in not the near future, but um, in time. You know, maybe this year or not this yeah. year. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. But, um. that, that would be I the- like
0: I want to want a James Carter piece, so like I'm just waiting until you know the right right thing comes along, and someone's not charging fucking. Uh, a, a decent car amount for <laughs> a it a car right. payment yeah man like it's like some of these people are like charging like what well, you can pay off your rent for like the next three four months it's like holy shit it was like
1: if you're california i don't I know
0: like,
2: masks, one month but i don't need masks that bad to spend that kind of money on and like yeah. that's why i make my own so i don't have to spend 1600 dollars. Yeah, on yeah. fair enough yeah
1: uh, Cobra Dojo, thank you so much for the super chat. He says, "What do you guys think of Tots masks?
2: <laughs> they're they're good for sixty bucks. You can't beat a sixty dollars oh, mass produced mask like that. Like I I I don't look at <laughs> Tots non meyer stuff is whatever. It, I mean, it just depends on the license. It's usually pretty solid. I look at Tots Myers mask. as just you're buying a blank. Yeah. You're unless you're going to." you know, only collect the stock stuff, which if that's all you can do, do it. Yeah, you know more power to it, yeah. I, I'm not going to say, you know, w- that your collection isn't, you know, something that you shouldn't enjoy just because it doesn't have a certain dollar amount t- attached to it. But mm-hmm. Tots masks, they're mass-produced and you should expect to get a mass-produced product. We, we all We all lived through the 2018 mask photo debacle. We all remember that, right? When when Trick or Treat Studios released their catalog I heard it, I fall it, and, though and the twenty eighteen mask came out and they had the photo of the finished twenty eighteen mask. Yeah. And everybody thought they were getting that and then they started yep. showing up in stores and they were like, What's
0: this? So I'm like, Well yeah, It the Tots H two mask, man. Like I got duped myself. Like, I went on Amazon I got that shit and I was like, All right, well, <laughs> fuck me, I guess. Yeah, it's like you joke. Joke me, man. man. <laughs> Tots is,
2: is not in, Tots is not immune from a marketing department. They're going to put their best foot forward to make you want to buy something. And that's how they have so many people buying stuff from them. Mm-hmm. I mean... Well,
0: it's mostly like just people who aren't into horror like we are. Like, we, like I said, we know the quality stuff. We know the accurate stuff. It's mostly for people who... Or, or your average Joe that doesn't know shit about like Halloween accuracy, they just want masks They just want to mess. They just want something to dress up with. And yeah. Tots, unfortunately, they not saying really like in a bad way, unfortunately, but they, there's really not other companies you can go to. Uh, they have the main foothold on a lot of things it's like the Halloween series. They got the license <laughs> for that. Uh, um, Plenty of others too. It's at least and, better than
2: Rubies. Like it's a step up better yes, than Rubies. Like, it's definitely as far man, as like, what you're getting. Sure.
0: Like Trick Treat Studios, I would. I, I guess I'm going to have to admit. Like, yes, yeah, so they're kind of like the new Donpo Studios, just not you know as uh, professional and detail
2: I'm. You can say what you want to say about the leadership at Trick or Treat Studios and how they've come to, you know, build their company or whatever. But like, I have to say they. They built their fucking company. Mm-hmm. They're their yeah. trick-or-treat studios. Like, everybody oh, knows I, who they yeah, have. I'm not
0: going to talk shit or dispute that at all. Like, at all, I, but I, there's, there's a I'd lot of practices that that's misleading. Game. Yeah. They it's do a just... lot of practices that are very misleading. Like, the the, the the protocopy photos that they do with, like, you know, the nice-looking stuff that they prim up looking nice and crispy, and then, you, you know, you get your shit product, and people are pissed off about that. I think what they should do is like be realistic. Like, listen, like you're getting a $60 mask. Like, uh, it's not gonna be the most accurate thing if you're a collector. Uh, if you're somebody that's like very detail oriented about it, like that's somebody that's looking for accuracy. I think they should post like a straight up like something that is off like this line. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't deceive people like that because like you know the, the newbies like myself. Like when I was starting out, like I was all hyped up. Like this H2 mask was gonna look like something straight out of the film. I got it. You no, know, paint was dark as shit. The paint was white as hell. I was like, "Yeah, all right, whatever." But I'm, I'm, uh, you
2: know, like everybody, all- everybody entering into this field has that moment. They have their "quote unquote" come to Jesus moment when they open that box and they realize it's not what they ordered or it's not as good as what they expected it to be. And then that's when they go digging into rehaulers and finding out, can I do anything with this? So they look up YouTube videos and mm-hmm. figure out how to do it themselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, Tots is Tots. They're, you know, a mass-produced company. But you're only – I mean, even if it wasn't Tots and it wasn't Rubies, if it was somebody else – who got the h1 license it's not like they're gonna all of a sudden churn out any better mass than tots or you know anybody else really could do i mean they're doing what they do on a scale you know that's you know able to be mass produced so you're only going to get a certain amount of quality
0: right yeah i mean basically like the mass-produced master like you're sending them to mexico they like these people are just working to make a living they're not working to like basically be detail oriented like you guys who make mass and like rehaul and stuff they're not they're not paying attention. They're just making sure they get paid at the end of the day for doing what they got to do. And that's it. So that's, that's the unfortunate part when it comes to mass produced masks. like they get outdoors to places where it's like, you know, it doesn't even matter, like the detail of the quality of the paint or the, you know, the the detail of the mask itself. Like it's so rushed, it's so rushed of a process that, you know, it sends out. It's going to look like shit.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of on the fence, you know, because it's one of those things where it's like, I see it from when, before I was a rehaul artist and I see it as now. So, I have to thank Trick or Treat Studios to, for allowing them to sell masks so cheap that so many people send their masks to me and you know, I'm making money here. So it, you know, it, it's kind of enabled me to to kind of get into the hobby and it's helped me a lot. Um,
0: Our power to you, like I said. Like, you hell yeah.
1: Marketing wise, I mean, it's nothing I would do if I owned a business, but you know what? They're successful regardless. They're going to be success, successful for many years to come and as much as some people like myself or you or whoever does, doesn't like it, like, that's just how it is. I mean, these well, we, mass... know,
0: like I said, we know our quality, like we know the quality stuff. We know mm. like the, you know, all the artists that make and, the stuff that's not going to be top quality. Yeah. So.
2: And about that, though, it's like those both ends have to exist. You have to have the high end and you have to have the economy. If you don't, there's no community.
0: Yeah. yeah it's like, Cause it, like you like i can't just, like, i was introduced from a cheap mask and uh, like, here i am now with so many indie masks like, like if it wasn't for tots like i said i don't talk shit about tots too much because if it wasn't for tots i wouldn't be where i'm at with collecting i probably wouldn't own a lot of masks. i wouldn't know shit so it's like yeah yeah, yeah
1: there's low it's there's low mid and high end collectors uh you know when you when you look to at tots tots it's if you just have a stock TOTS in your house, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a low-end collecting. If you if you rehaul it and make it look nice, because they, they all have potential to be nice masks, they're, they're good molds, sculpts, I mean, um, you know, then you're oh, starting yeah. to get into the mid, but then you go high, you start getting JC pieces and Nag and and, or, uh, and then Morgan and Rambi and, you know, whoever else.
2: Yeah, but say, like, the H5. We all know what the TOTS H5 looks like, yeah. but with just a little work, the Tots H5 look can good. look amazing. It's awesome. Amazing. So it's like it's really like you just have to know what you're buying. Be realistic when you're buying something from a you know a large company. And if you know you want to have something more accurate, you're gonna have to wait. Like Yeah. Yeah. You're not gonna get accurate right now. If you can get accurate right now, none of us would be doing what we're doing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. But I gotta use the bathroom like two seconds, fellas. I'll be right back. Like I'll make it as quick as possible. Just give me two seconds.
1: Handle it. Go for it. So Dallas, I have a question. So that that's the H five from Tots. So um, so did you? Because theirs don't have a nose appliance. Like kind of like sculpted nope. in, from what I remember. It's only done one. Well,
2: it's it's slightly there. I think that they did slightly sculpt it in because there are certain details that you can see in like the right paint in the. With the stock paint, it's so like it has so many different colors. Like it has like white, it has gray, it has blue, it has green, yellow, like all different kinds of like speckled colors onto it. Yeah. So it really hides a lot of the stuff. There's three marks here that I didn't notice on the neck, and then they match the same three marks that are on the mouth. And they're actually on the movie mask. I found like some photos. So it's like there are details that I didn't even notice until I repainted it. But there's a slight, I can find, like, sculpt mark that's just on the nose here. It doesn't seem to go underneath the chin at all. But when I was painting it, I did notice that there is a slight mark, that there's a sculpt mark in there. I don't think it was supposed to be, like, super pronounced, but I could definitely see it.
1: Hmm. That's crazy.
2: I want to get one of those, like, nice H5 masks with the proper nose appliance to do. Um, oh, that's gonna be a goal for next year. Oh
1: my god, I, I have a story for that, dude. So I, I I'm, I'm talking to Brad Harden. and and um, you know, he, for anyone who doesn't know Brad Harden, he was he, he did he was in uh, Halloween Six, and uh, he was he was uh, he was one who co-sculpted the mask, and then he also played Michael Myers for a scene or so. Um, so I've, I got this SSN behind me. Right, and then, but then I also get a and B with the nose appliance not attached. You know, I, I thought I could attach it myself. Well, I tried to. It's the reason why it's not on camera because it looks like shit. Uh, it, it warped. <laughs> like the nose appliance warped onto the mask when I was trying to dry it with latex rather than using an ad- adhesive. And dude, I don't think it's like I don't think it's salvageable. So,
2: oh, uh, you could probably fix it. There's gotta be a way you can fix it. Uh, it looks we'll all lumpy,
1: like around the where the uh, appliance attaches to. You might
2: have to, you might have to like, you could maybe like put some extra like thicker latex and just paint it in layers to like even out the, the bumpiness in there. You'd have to build it up and see if you could maybe like fix that. Or you might be able to remove the appliance. I mean, I, I I've seen a lot of stuff, but there's um, a lot of stuff that, you know, like The,
1: the left usually you can fix stuff. I, I mess yeah. up on the left proper eye as well. Um,
2: I mean, it's an H five mask. It's not supposed to look like completely perfect. Like if you want, if, if, if the nose and stuff isn't exactly how you would want, then try and make it look like the, the hero is today, you know, make it look more aged and decompose. So it's supposed to look kind of saggy and weird, you know, like,
1: yeah,
2: so uh, I mean, it's not ideal for the sculpt. I like though, like that being an SSN sculpt, cause that's what I've got. Is the you got the H five, I've got one of their unreleased seventy eight slash Kirks.
1: Yeah. From Sean. Kirks, yeah. Um yeah, what, have, what about Brad Harding got a hold of those molds? The SSN and the K and
2: I don't know. The K and B would be easier to uh, like figure out if he had ties directly to the movie. Since it was Greg Nicotero and all that stuff, like, I imagine the candy molds would just be easier access because it's being, you know, like, he's closer to the set working on, like, props and stuff. I don't know about maybe, like, when Sean was just closing down, maybe he was just selling off stuff that Brad may have picked it up. You'd have to ask him about it.
1: Do you guys know the story with SSN, like, how they had access to all these molds? No. No. Because like from my understanding or what I've been told is because um, this is the only SSN I've ever been uh, ever came across, it's much smaller. Now, from my understanding, they had a ma- more a majority of their molds were uh, movie molds, like from the actual film. So but I also heard stories where he got permission to use the mold. I don't I never really understood the story behind that. Like, is, there, is it, is it acknowledged recast that was okayed by the person he got it from? I like...
2: think he had gotten, because he has, Sean Clark has a collection of, like, screen mold masks. Like, the ones that he showed off in his Myers Collection video, I think maybe the H6 from H2O is an actual screen-used mask. The rest of them are from the actual molds that were on set. So he has copies of the same masks that they would have sent to set for those particular films. Mm. Um, hero masks. I don't. There's you know the one seventy eight hero. There's supposed to be two more stunt masks out there somewhere. We don't know where they are. The. H four, you know, hero. Do we have any like idea that's floating around between conventions here or there, right? Which one? The screen one of one of the screen used hero masks from the first for H four.
1: Oh, H four, yeah. For H four, yeah.
2: I There's like to... a stunt mask that doesn't have the. It has a lot of like weathering on it, and it's really like,
1: you know, has a lot
2: of flesh tone on the face and stuff.
1: Yeah, but that goes to the like Tots has that at their convention because like one of the guys I think. I don't know if he works for Tots, or he's just friends with them. But, like, when I went to Halloween 40 Years of Terror, it was on the Tots uh, table.
2: Table, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then mm-hmm. Don Shanks has got one of the H5s. Yeah. I mean... I see yeah,
0: that, that one got that one got worked on, because that thing was a... It was restored, yeah. yeah.
2: It doesn't look exactly like it, but it's better just to have it restored for the yeah. sake of it existing than rotting away completely. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, movie chat and Morse uh, thanks for the super chat appreciate it he says so easier to find a quality Jason mask than a Michael Myers mask isn't materials
2: true? materials yeah. plastics cheaper than latex I mean yep a yeah. hockey mask isn't necessarily a copyrighted shape I mean a lot of people sculpt their own and then they'll vacuform press them things like that but mm-hmm. plastic is, is a pretty cheap material to work with versus latex where I'm spending almost $200 for a five gallon bucket of latex, Yeah, $200 with the plastic would go way farther, you know, for making yeah. hockey masks. And I would say that Jason's mask is easier to make and replicate, but not his overall image. You know, because you've got a lot more pieces, depending on which Jason you're going, whether you're getting a hood and a neck piece, or you're getting really complex, hard-to-find clothes, or, right. you know, like, accessories and body pieces. It's almost the opposite with Myers. You put almost all your your money and your focus on the mask, and then it's just a jumpsuit. It's one thing, you know? It doesn't really matter. He doesn't have a lot of extra stuff, so... Jason masks are easier to find and better quality, but finding Jason hoods that fit you, that are, you know, going to last, things that are comfortable, those are things you're going to have to find out, because it's not just buying a Jason mask, it's so much more.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree, because put a Jason mask on use your fucking hair is all out and shit, you know, it's you don't look like Jason. Michael Myers yeah, covers your yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you spend, what, 60 bucks uh, per gallon, right, of latex, Monster Makers?
2: Uh, i don't see well quick quick little thing about monster makers so <laughs> you dick me around for like <laughs> two months i bought a five gallon bucket of latex that was like over like 200 shipped because i wanted to get here stacked because i needed it for projects i opened that shit up it is water thin mm. water thin i put five layers into one of my plastic molds it was no thicker five layers of latex was no thicker than a latex party balloon like i pulled it out and it was just like just like the thinnest thing ever so i called them they didn't pick up i left them a message they never responded i sent them an email they never responded so they just kept two hundred dollars my money for a product i couldn't use so after trying to figure out what to use to make it, you know, like, is there a way I could thicken it up? I couldn't find anything definitively to do so. So I had to shell out even more and buy Black Lagoon latex, which I really like. The Black Lagoon shit is, it's thick, but I like to be able to knock it down exactly where I want it for my plastic molds. If you buy something that's too thin, mm-hmm. you can, it's really hard to go back. So being it like a really nice, like, thick consistency, I can dial it in exactly the project that I want to do it with. Mm. But Monster Makers finally got back to me after like four months, and they sent me a clear like 16 ounces of just, a, it's just like a labeled liquid that's just like 16 ounces latex thickener out of complete nowhere. It just showed up one day. And they're like, oh yeah, you got a problem? Here you go, thanks. So
1: Wow. (laughs) Monster
2: makers, like for for new for new people getting into the hobby, do your research on the customer service of these places. Like Monster Makers is good to start out with sculpting kits, getting I have like the Ed head that I use Mm -hmm. is for Monster Makers. A lot of the clay that I bought was from Monster Makers, but their latex, totally different story. Um (laughs) So, buyer beware on that because their customer service, at least to me, wasn't great. Um, yeah, but like it, it's quality is everything, and you're gonna pay for good quality latex if you're making stuff. If You're making any kind of mask, like you're gonna you're right. gonna pay to get good stuff. If you if you cheap out, your mask is only gonna last a couple of years, and you're either gonna have angry customers because their stuff rotted away and you know, twelve months. Congratulations! You don't have what you bought, or you know, you use cheap paint, cheap glue, cheap whatever. I see so much of it.
1: <laughs> it, it, it it's going to start cracking. It's gonna, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not going. I, I'm not going to ask you what you do, but you know, I hear a lot of people say that. Uh, um, for for anyone in here who wants to do Michael Myers masks, I, I know that I, I get asked so many so many times a day uh, how to do these things. Uh, you know, you're going to hear a lot of people say the one-third method, you know, water, latex, paint. And honestly, it's never worked for me. Um, so I don't do it. I, I actually just eyeball it now at this point.
2: It's it's Yeah, it's kind of a thing where it, it's really based on the equipment you're using. And based on the air compressor you're using, does your air compressor have a setting where you can change yeah. it? Because if you're using more latex, you're going to need a higher PSI to spray yeah. it through there. Yeah. If it's not something you can adjust... You're going to have to thin it down, and then it's going to be super watery, and it's just going to run down the mask. Yeah, And yeah. you're going to either have to start over, or you're just going to keep going over that anyway because you don't know any better. So it's just – it's a good rule of thumb, but that's only if everybody was using the same equipment, which no one ever is.
1: Um, no. Yeah. I go cheap, man. It means- I use this, this central is it pneumatic um, air compressor from Harbor Freight, and then I just use, like, this right –
2: Yeah, I have a similar one. Um when it comes to like advice to where to start learning making masks, if you wanna make Meyer stuff, you know, you're gonna like seek out people like Nick Malpagano. Um he's got you know tutorials, stuff on his website you can download on how to do that. If you wanna learn how to make anything else, you know, like unique stuff, one off stuff, look up a guy named Alan Hobbs of Uh, still be studios that dude is just giving out information left and right about how to do molds masks props you know anything and it's all online he's the dude is crazy busy he does live streams and he'll answer like damn near any question the dude can he's like one of the most giving guys in the prop community that i've seen
1: he's uh so uh the uh admin or mod of uh, latex Math
2: central right uh yep. one of them i think so yeah but the, the dude is just a great guy and if you're wanting to get your foot in the door doing if you don't even want to do myers mask if you want to do uh his primary thing that he does is haunts and he does like props for haunts and haunted attractions things like that mm, so cool yeah, I mean, you can learn a lot from him. You can learn how to make some really cheap, really cool stuff. And then that even can translate to doing your own projects. It can translate to doing Myers masks. You can use his recommendations for tools. I've got some of the tools that he recommends. It's really good stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Luke Gulley, thank you so much for the super chat. He says, after My Special Boy, what will your next film be? And that's a great question. I, You know, I, I do want to go back to Michael Myers. I mean, I do because I feel like my first two attempts were shot on cell phones and you know I didn't have a, uh, a team of filmmakers you know it, it was just a, a team of people who just making something for fun with my special boy it's much more take, you know, we're taking ourselves more serious we're shooting with actual equipment you know I think you know, we have an actual effects artist an actual composer and so on and so forth um, uh, cinematographers and, and such and, and actor, actors and actresses who act. They they don't just they're not your buddies that you get in and then they, they pretend yeah you know um, so I, I want to revisit Halloween but I I really want to do a Phantasm fan film but I already have a, an idea for an original uh, film called Internal and essentially it's this guy who suffers internal struggles uh, with he battles schizophrenia and he gets hired on by a team of uh, aspiring filmmakers and what they don't realize is they hired on a guy to play their lead character who picks them off one by one, and kills them in real
0: life. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. uh,
1: I can't dive too much into it, but yeah, that's kind of like a... Yeah.
0: Backburner project for the future. That sounds good. I've been wanting to make a fan film of some sort. Uh, I had this idea, like, not too long ago. Uh, A friend of mine was playing Resident Evil 5, and I was looking at his, like, on, like, loading screen stuff, it, it, like, shows, like... uh, like basically, like uh, it, it's like like a timeline of like like all the stuff from like the T virus and stuff being created in like the sixties and stuff. And I was thinking to myself like, what if there was a Resident Evil film that took place in Vietnam, like during the Vietnam War?
2: That'd be interesting.
0: interesting. Like, because there was a lot of there was a lot of like CIA operations that happened during that time. So it's kind of like in my head, I was like, well, that would easily happen in Vietnam. That, yeah. Like like experimentation stuff. I was like, you know what? Like that's. I was in my house, I was like, "That's that's kind of an idea. I kind of want to keep myself a little bit. I was like, in case like something I ever go forward." But I was like, "You know what? Yeah, like that's a great idea because nobody's ever done that from what I from what I can see. Like nobody's ever done that."
1: That's pretty cool. That's, that's very interesting. That would that be pretty dope, actually. I, I I can I can picture that.
0: Because there's because there's files and stuff. Like if you look at the game closely, like a lot of stuff like happens in like 1968, 69, like. You know, I was thinking, like, during, like, the Tet Offensive and stuff, like, some of them be crazy going on, like, Resident Evil type, like, some sort of, like, umbrella, like, doing experiments during that time because like, they like so occupied with, like, the regular, like, mainstream Vietnam War, but they don't know about, like, the Black Ops stuff going on behind scenes, like, behind, like, all that shit.
1: Some real cold-duty cool. zombies. Fucking Black Ops yeah. zombies. There. Yeah.
0: So just more like more Resident Evil oriented, like it, like it fits in the storyline of of Resident Evil, like all of the beginnings and shit, of, like the T-virus and stuff. It'd be really interesting, yeah.
1: Nice, uh, Luke Goldie. Thanks for another super chat, man. I really appreciate it. He said it would be awesome if you made your own Michael Myers timeline. You know, you, well, we kind of. It's did. hard. It's hard. So what we did for like my first two like little things that I made on a you know, shot on a cell phone, of course, was. Um, I've had a lot of people say well, why is there Halloween posters up on your wall if like, Michael Myers is in this universe so uh, without explaining very much uh, we never really explained this very much But um, so Michael Myers was a real person, my character was obsessed with the character of Michael Myers in the franchise, we never really dived into that I don't, it was just I don't know but uh, I was obsessed with that so I, I we actually have scenes where we're gonna have, have me in the workshop and I was working on masks and shit like that and you know I have the posters and uh, some we so Michael Myers was a real kid who got locked up in 2003 and broke out 15 years later in 2018 and that's that night he escaped from Smith's Grove and you know we were unfortunately the, mm. the people who were in his path and um, yeah
0: that's an interesting take like that's that's not a bad take on that. that's 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 pretty original. I like that.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I, I've had
2: an idea like floating around because I'm not, I'm, I suck at writing. I've tried writing and shit before. It's just, I'm more visual on like the directing side. If I can do that, but one Meyer story that I wanted to do was based around. We all know the H two has the association with the uh, Mr. Sandman song and yes. how iconic that is. I wanted to do a version that kind of like cements a new song, a new oldie song in that. Um, It's an old song called I will follow him. And the idea was, is that Michael Myers randomly attacks Haddonfield one Halloween night and one female survivor essentially goes crazy. And I can't, I'm trying to decide if I want to go to where she's like, crazy in love with him or just crazy obsessed with him. Mm. But she basically tries to seek him out because she assumes that because he didn't kill her in their first encounter, that maybe there's something special about her that he likes and that he won't kill her. So it's just kind of like thing where she's like, she wants to find Michael. And it's not kind of like almost like a reverse final girl where like he's where they're not running from him. Like he's out there just doing something and she's trying to be put in his path you know, in different ways to see what he'll do and how he'll react to her. Ultimately, she would just be killed, but I kind of like the idea of, like, you you don't have anybody really trying to find a serial killer. They're always trying to run from them. And, like, having, like, that, like, crazed, obsessed, like, Netflix kind of, you know, person with that kind of personality going after him that wants to find more information about killers and all that kinds of stuff. So That'd be quite like, an interesting like
1: movie almost almost like how dr Loomis was always like one step behind Michael while and, and, and he wants to be ahead of Michael where she's kind of trying to do the same thing but it's not because she's trying to stop him and she just wants to she has a, like an infatuation with him
2: yeah like she thinks that like if she gets in front of him that he won't kill her and maybe she could change him and stop him from killing you know because mm. there's something unique about her and then it just ends up to like it's kind of a spoiler, but we all know what would happen. Michael would just like look down at her and then just stab her, and she's yeah. like, "Why? I thought, I thought I was gonna be the one. Like, no, you're not the one. You're just a crazy person, you know? Like, <laughs> just a crazy fuck, you know? Like, it's yeah. just, like, maybe like doing something like that. And I also had like an idea like way back in in the day when I was in film school that I wanted to do like a sequel more to Halloween four than Halloween five was. So I'm gonna I had meeker i had the drunk priest make a comeback i had this great scene where the priest was essentially blinded by michael myers and he's wandering in a house and he can't see so you can see like michael like looking at him through the doorways and stuff but he's just wandering through this through the myers house and he has no idea where he is so michael's just toying with him here or there um God, there was a lot of stuff that i thought of back in the day and then when i Finally saw a lot of the other fan films, a lot of them were doing it. It's like, shit, you know, like, we yeah. have a bunch of people off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, oh, movie Chat More uh, gave a super chat. Thank you so much. He said, H4 reshot with a deep fake 78 mask.
0: Nope. I actually like the
2: H4 mask. H4 looks
0: different. I mean, right? they would have gone that route. They would have gone that route had, had the mask been located. But, unfortunately, well, those like, nobody knew where it went.
2: Those were Those masks were down post-Kirk. Yes,
0: they were, were. absolutely.
2: A lot of people don't know that those are authentic Kirk masks. They just had to be converted quickly on the set that night. And that's why they look like
0: that. Because
2: everybody remembers the school scene where it's pink with white hair.
0: That was a Kirk mask.
2: There was, you know, like, well, they weren't necessarily the Kirk molds, but they didn't do, like, the traditional Kirk finish. The yeah. finishing company mistook them what they wanted, so they finished them with pink flesh and bright white hair. They got four masks on set. They open up the trunk and they're like, "What the hell is this? This isn't right." So the production designer had to quickly go just convert them in like a few minutes to like chunkily like spray paint them with this crappy white paint mm. and you know paint black and brown in the hair. That's why it looks like that. But
1: yeah, I I've tell people. Thought-
2: I thought the H4 mask looks kind of, like, just different enough to make him look not human. I always, like, assumed, like, the H4 version of Michael Myers is as close as we would get as to, like, a mannequin coming to life and just, like, coming after you, know he's He doesn't walk human. It's like Michael's been dead for a very long time, and the shape is just trying to animate the body in the way he thinks that. A human walk, you know, walks and moves. That's why he walks like that, and why he just doesn't look right as you know a character. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to look perfect to be scary. It's just, you know, if every single movie had the same look and the same mask and the same mm-hmm. coveralls, what fun would that be? There'd be no difference in collecting. It also would There'd be make no. Sense. Difference. No,
0: um, I was going to say I tell people if they really want a good look. Yeah, what what the H4 blank really would have been uh, for his altered stuff is HG, like HG. He puts out blanks of, of, the, Kirk, of like the H4 Kirks, and they look like what it would look like it, like when they showed up to the production studios for H4 when they were all pink looking and stuff. So that, I I told all the time, like you want to know what it looks like, like it is a Kirk. it's not exactly like they said stepped from seventy-five mold, but it is—it is a Kirk mask. If you look at HG's blanks, that's exactly what it would have been. Just, you know. Yeah. What you they because it
2: good. wouldn't have had extra paint.
0: Yeah, HG has some crazy. Yeah, he's another one I like to own a piece from.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me double check here. Someone asked, "Do I have a Freddy glove?" I do. It's in between Freddy and Jason, right there. It's just chilling behind. Um, the back. It's it's actually a NECA Nightmare on Elm Street Part One. And it's actually pretty mm. badass, and I got it for super cheap. Uh, it's pretty awesome. All right, Geto. so we've been going for an hour and forty two minutes. Um, we can go for what a couple more minutes. Um, you guys, you yeah. guys have? Cool. I'm gonna use I the restroom, the and I I'll be back.
0: Go right oh, ahead, man.
2: I'll go through and I got some stuff that I pulled out that I got some things that I posted on Facebook earlier. I showed you already, Trevor, but I came across these enlarged BTS photos that my boss, uh, my second job, my day job, he used to be an executive at Anchor Bay Entertainment, the company who produced VHS and DVDs and all kinds of stuff. So the, some of these images were stuff that he said that they would have used to make the special effects, like photos, like the photo like reels in the DVDs and stuff. So I've got the one with PJ Souls and Tommy Lee Wallace. And then I've got another one of Jamie Lee Curtis smiling inside the closet during the closet scene while she's got uh, a bunch of blood all over And it's so awesome. They were dug out of his basement, and the original photo credit... Is Kim Walker? I guess
0: that's who took the actual photos on set that day. Oh wow, that's insane! That's crazy. I wish I knew people like that worked on like sets and stuff.
2: Yeah, like that's where I mean you see like Sean Clark's got so much stuff this dude, that awesome. guy's got
0: the hookups. He's like that's so got so much everybody. access. Like <sighs> it's like how man? It's like how? I wish I was at his level. Like I love horror films, man, but that dude. He knows everybody. Everybody. He's about everybody. It's insane. I wish I I just wish I, I could have
2: Another thing I ended up picking up used was the novelization. I got a good copy of that. The like the novelization. Um I haven't started reading into it too much. The book's kinda old, so I don't want to like open it up yeah. too much. But it's kind of interesting like extra detail about Michael and like Yeah,
0: like his motive and stuff. Yeah, and stuff like that. Like, I've I've never read the actual book, but I've read like um just basically the basic plot line, like the extra stuff they added in, like how his grandfather was like he, he snapped and killed people and like the whole uh, the the whole Celtic like Sam thing. That that was interesting. I wish they could have added that in the film, but at the same time, it's like I, I like the mystery effect. That's why I didn't like Rob Zombie's remake. Like everyone's, you know, all hyped up about it. Yada yada yada. But to me, it's like I read the same story in the news. Like he, goes, like, he lives in an abuse house, like in an abusive household. snaps, kills people, ends up going to prison or mental hospital.
1: Now,
0: like, I don't know. Rob
2: Zombie movies, I have a a, a big love hate relationship with. Let me see if I can find it on here, but. I basically swore off watching the two movies by themselves. Um, There's a cut of this I'm trying to find. But somebody took... Oh, it's Cole Edits on YouTube. Um, It's a different one. He re-uploaded and re-edited the same thing. But essentially, a guy named Cole Edits on YouTube took... Halloween 1 and 2 from Rob Zombie and smash them into one movie. One super fan cut. And it goes for about like an hour and 43 but it's a super quick pace. They cut out like almost all of the initial stuff with Michael being like trailer trash in the beginning of it. It just like, it's just bam, boom, 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 boom. And it goes through and it's such a better version. The guy uses... Uh, music from 2018. He uses original music. He gets rid of almost all of the Rob Zombie score. I think and I know he, exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't he, know even name of him. He tacked the H2 Dream sequence on to the ending of the first Rob Zombie movie from 07. So it's kind of like a little more like cohesive story from the end of that, but. It's the only way I'll watch the movie from now on. Like, I just don't want to watch the Rob Zombie cuts of it. Because the fan cut is, in my opinion, far superior than the actual cut of the movie. Yeah. You
0: don't like
1: Rob Zombie's Halloween?
2: I like the fan cut of Rob Zombie's Halloween. I don't like Rob Zombie's Halloween. I love (laughs) it. I love that movie. See, I like like the back half of the movie. I, I don't hate the choices that he made for, like, his background and stuff, I hate the execution of, like, the mm. script. I don't like the rapiness of it. Like, there are certain tropes that, that Rob Zombie has in his movies that just do not belong in a Howling film. And,
0: it's shock value, though. Like, I got in a, in a discussion with somebody because, uh, uh, like, people I've seen Paul Strauss say, you know, uh, oracles don't need to have rape scenes. But well, the thing is, it's it's shock value. Just like how when Michael, I, I tell people all the time, go back to the original Halloween, Michael killed the Wallace the dog. Who does that? Who kills an animal? Who's evil enough to, 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 to do that? Him. And then, like certain characters, who's evil enough to, to do that to another human being? And that's what creates a character's person. That, 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 it gives you an understanding of how brutal some well, of these characters that, are.
2: But that wasn't necessarily that character because it wasn't Michael doing that. I'm, I'm specifically no. talking about the scene no, where the two guys rape the one the one other patient in front of absolutely. Michael and it's just a totally like like why why are we doing this? Like the the traditional jailbreak scene that they shot where he breaks out and kills everybody, it's just such a better version of that. Like why did they have to do this extra version of it? Yeah. it has nothing to do with it
0: brutal. It's the same uh, dude that came out of the house a thousand corpses the fucked up things in those, Devil's Reject, Street from Hell yeah. like it's, see those movies are
2: his movies but like it's he created those universes so i i think he can do whatever he wants with those universes. right i feel like if he's doing a halloween movie he should have like known that there were a few things that are just like for the halloween series there's just things you don't need you know like you can be extreme you don't need a couple of things that he decides
0: to do in these movies like but it's rob zombie though i mean it's it's just his, like, it was his remake, like, John Carpenter and, gave him go ahead to do it as he did, and he just added his touch fact, to it.
2: The fact that H2 is nothing but a gigantic spite movie, that, like, everything that he hated about the reception from H1 is reflected in H2, that why Loomis is such a dick as a uh, reporter and journalist, because all the reporters and journalists were being dicks to Rob Zombie after the release of the first one, like, all of that stuff Rob just said, fuck you. And threw it right at the screen and Great, H2 yeah. came out of it. And whew, H2 is something else. Like
1: movie chat. I more. like, Oh, sorry. What was yeah. it? I was like, I like where I like
2: the original idea that he was trying to do for H2. Hmm. Um, but again, like, I just think some parts of it were just like uncharacteristic, uncharacteristically
0: too extreme to be a Halloween like a supernatural element to it. Like I didn't, I, I didn't enjoy that. That's like there's nothing. Like yeah, like Michael Myers is supposed to have a supernatural element, but not to the point where he's like found his dead mother, like hallucinating, and it's like that's that oh, just gets that. wacky. That's just, it's trying too hard. You're reaching. You're reaching, man. Like I don't. Yeah. No.
1: Uh, movie Chat More dropped a super chat. Thank you so much. He says, off topic, but good vibes about It's Me, Billy. Now, I don't know if you two know what It's Me, Billy is. It's a it's a fan film. Oh, uh, like uh, Christmas. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, so it's a, it's an un, unofficial sequel to uh, the film 50 years later or something. And, uh, yeah, no, no I'm, I'm pretty excited. You know, I th- hope, hope Dave does well. I mean, it looks beautiful. He shot it on a beautiful camera, has a great crew and cast and everything. So, uh,
0: you know, I like
1: it. It looks, it looks fucking cinematic, dude. Like it looks good.
0: Oh wow, I'm gonna have to like actually watch the trailer. I saw something about it, but um, Black Christmas was like, eh, it was good. It was a good idea. Yeah. It wasn't something that stuck with it. And
1: Carpenter got some inspiration from the, from that film and, and put it into you know '78 and. Um...
2: Now, one of my favorite old movies. Is if you guys, if you have Shudder, look up the movie Prowler. From 1981, Uh, that is an interesting, really interesting, like standalone slasher movie that has like all of the best tropes.
0: I wish something went. I I wish it went further than it did. I wish it. uh, Yeah, I agree
2: with you. But I like the iconic scene at the the same time. The scene with the uh, the chop, like the hedge clippers, just like I just remember like that like scene in particular is like always going to stick with me because like the music was really good. It was just like. It just went like it's like oh we're at a nice day at the lake and then oh nope there's like six bodies everybody's decapitated <laughs> yeah and that was like all happening right now
0: that was a very underrated film I think in my opinion Prowler was a very underrated film so I agree I wish they went further with that series it's
2: been a long time since I seen
1: that
0: with that, that film,
2: film fucking bring back Slumber Party
0: Master let's do
2: it
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> there's like five of those aren't there like four of them or something.
2: Maybe up to five, like I watched the first three. They get progressively worse as you could expect, but I'm gonna watch them anyway. One of mm. if you guys want something awful to watch, you guys remember the old driller killer movies, right? Yes. The guy with a drill. Apparently, well yes. yeah, recently yeah. I can't remember who it was, but somebody in Detroit around where I'm at made the Detroit Driller Killer movie and whole oh. oh. It is chef's kiss awesomely bad, so I suggest anyone check out Detroit Driller Killer if you're looking for just a great movie-going experience. It's it's the best. I totally
1: totally thought you were going to say there was an actual killer in Detroit fucking drilling people.
2: There (laughs) There probably is. It
1: is (laughs) Detroit. (laughs) I was actually watching watching Slumber Party Massacre, um, I want to say it was a week or two ago, and I was—I don't know why I kept telling myself this, but I was like, "Dude, John Bernthal would have played this part so great." I don't know why. I just—I just kept thinking John <laughs> Bernthal in my head. Well, then, then you, you get off, to like
0: the, the first. You guys one. watch Sopranos. The what? Sopranos. Either of you two watch Sopranos?
1: No.
0: Mm-mm. Oh man, uh, there's actually a film that HBO's coming out with that dates back to like Tony Soprano's dad's like time, and uh, John Bernthal is actually playing his father, what? and the guy. He played yeah the guy that played tony soprano james gandolfini his son is actually going to be playing tony soprano back in the 70s looks exactly it's scary how much they look like it's insane that's it but yeah john is gonna be tony Soprano. it's gonna be it, it's gonna be sick i can't wait for it. it's just one of the it's uh non-horror wise like uh um, that's one of the films i'm definitely waiting for coming out next year um that's another thing. in My mind. like, I like crime dramas, like stuff to do with like the mob and stuff. But, like, I'm from New York, like mm. not like New York City, central New York, but like there's mm. still like activity that's going on. Like, in, like there was like mob activity that happened back in like the '60s and '70s mm. and stuff like that. So like, that's not like, same like with even Detroit. though I have it in New York City, you
2: know,
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, same with Detroit. They yeah, had like the, the mm. uh, Chicago outfit, Al Capone shit like that. Like, I know mm. that was Chicago, but like they were still a Reach, like Jimmy Hoffa, all those guys.
1: Yeah. Uh, movie chat and more thanks again for the super chat he says he's just started live videos spread the word james well guys everyone who's in here right now go to movie chat and more's channel show him some love check out his live videos hit him with a subscribe you know let's help let's help each other out in this community you know let's, let's show, show oh, each other some love you know uh thank you so much movie chat and more appreciate it um guys we've been going for an hour and uh 55 minutes and 19 seconds we have four, like i said we have four more minutes left uh, is there anything you guys would like to to end this with? Oh, actually, no. I have I have a couple questions. I have a question for you guys. What is not? I'm not going to ask who your favorite rehaul artist is, but what is your favorite sculpt in the hobby?
0: Damn. Oh, sorry. Man. how <laughs> <laughs> so many great ones there. how so many there. uh out of all of my my personal I'll say from my personal collection, out of my like my favorite sculpts, I would have to say uh probably my next every five K. Like the thing is like it it's good. Like, people ask all the time, like the details on it and stuff, like uh they, like people debate like the accuracy of it. I'm like, you know, if you look at some angles, like it looks like it like it looks like straight out of the closet scene when, when Michael's trying to break it in the closet, you get the lorry like it's like that one angle. Looks yeah. exactly like that. So to me, for personal collection I would say it's seventy five K. Until I get my stretch curve. That thing's that thing's gonna be amazing. Nice.
1: Good choice. What
2: well, you do Yeah. I, I other than what I produce, I don't really own any like high high end pieces. I owned a Nag seventy five K new mold special edition. Um I sold that probably like six, eight months ago. Mm-hmm. The rest of my stuff is either stuff I've made or it's tots masks. Like I haven't found one mask that's like, oh my god, I have to have this mold. It's more like, the ones that I like, I own. Like, I own the one good scare. That's one mask where I was like, wow, when I looked at that mold, I'm like, how is this not something that's been produced? When I looked at it and heard the story that, you know, it was sculpted in, like, 03, Sean and Darren you know, didn't really like the look overall, like, end product of it, so they just never released it. I was like, what the hell? Let me do this. Yeah. I mean, if I had to pick, like, it if I'm going to go for a Kirk mask, I'm probably going to look at, like, the original is going to be the best, like, the 75 Don Post. Like, I like the original Don Post masks. Like, I'm studying, like, the original Don Post, yeah. like, lineage, things like that. Um, I would just more mostly credit, because all we're doing, everything we've all done is just a derivative of Don Post Studios. So I'm just going yeah. to just say, like... Give credit to that. Like, the yeah. sculptors there who originally did the original Kirk We're all still doing what they initially did, so I got to give the credit there. Like, the DP-75 Kirk from the original Downpost Studios is probably my favorite.
1: Nice. Yeah, no, that's a great one. You know, what? I think what really got me into wanting a Michael... I mean, I've always wanted a Michael Myers mask, but I think the one mask that really, like, took me by the hand and, and let me enter this world was the uh, CGP uh, Warlock. Uh, is it my favorite? Yep. I don't know if it's my favorite, but there's something about it that I just gravitate towards so much. Like, don't get me wrong, there's all these nag pieces that are really great, you know. Um, and then you got the DIYs or GKYS, whatever you want to call it nowadays. And then you got like the the uh, H2SM, H1SM. You got Creep, and, you know, all of that. But something about the Warlock just really like, I don't know. It's, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's Terry
0: awesome warlock. Terry oh, yeah. The, like, the recent copies, like, my copies like, insane. Like, I've gotten so many compliments on it. Like, everyone's asking me, like, what'd you ask for? What'd you like? with I literally just tell people, like, just ask for screen accurate. He'll do the best he can, and he, he delivers, man. Um, I know, like, a lot of people talk about, like, Terry's past, like, this, that, and the third, but it's kind of like, you know what? This is where we are now. Here we are. Like, he's redeemed himself. Like, he's at where he's at. He's still producing them, and it's kind of like, He's got to deal with it. Like I don't know. And like for so when it comes to like H two, I would have to say the Warlock's my favorite. It, it, it nailed that stretch and everything. So for sure, the Warlock. When it comes to H twos, yeah, Warlock nails it.
1: Yeah, for sure, hundred yeah, percent. And then you know we go into the H fours and HG like we said earlier, and they go to H five. I mean, if we want to talk about the, in my opinion, the best H five ground up, I would say is Martin Pena's Revenge of the Fifth uh best ground up yep. h5 but obviously you know we got the ssn behind me and then i got the can be over there so but ground up yeah and then h6 i mean you have an h you can't really tell because it's behind the h5 but there i have a i think that's a um not a wicked red but a raining red i think it is and it's funny because i was oh, talking yeah, to chris reds. and i have the the german steel book with the lenticular cover and he was he told me or informed me that like uh that was actually based off of that mask so that's Oh, kind of nice yeah That's i really yeah. i
2: really enjoy as a side note i enjoy the a michael lerner image of h6 than the george wilbur image of h6 you know like yeah. a lot of people don't know about the reshoots and stuff so like there's like even like different versions of those masks if you're trying to achieve the reshoot look of it versus yeah. the original look from wilbur yeah
1: I, I, i'm a fan of a michael lerner's uh betrayal he was just a little bit more menacing i love how he chases the, the dude uh is, is it like underground or something i don't know what 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 it is but you know it's his father in real life and the, that guy he's chasing was actually stuntman for halloween four uh i don't remember his name i think the
2: guy uh, george wilbur said that i think he was the stuntman who took the face like he had like his face like smushed into the bars like it was like another guy running and then george wilbur cut and was the guy who was getting his head smashed against the grate before it was like pushed through and the door fell down oh really I think there's some DVD extra figures that George Wilber said that, like he like essentially was working with the guy who replaced mm. him as Michael Myers and it wasn't the best experience. But... It makes sense. He was
0: a stunt man,
2: so Yeah. So yeah. he was just doing different stunts on the movie when they ended up ended up doing the reshoots.
0: Hmm.
1: Did not know
2: that. Uh, but so another thing, do you guys prefer we're talking about eight six real quick, producer's cut or theatrical cut?
0: Producers, I anything. so with me, when it comes to films, I like director's cut because it really gets out the director's image of what they want. Like for me, like Dawn of the Dead, there's like 20 million fucking other cuts. But for me, the director's cut, it's longer. It shows what it's supposed to be, like how it's supposed to be, because directors, they don't, like when, realistically, like with directors, they don't get to do shit. Like at the final end of their product, like they can't do anything with their stuff. When it, like, like I said, when director's cut comes out, like, that's their image. That's what they wanted to see with it. That's what they wanted to do with it. So that for me, I like, I like producer's cut, director's cut. Like some, like, like the cut where that didn't make it because it was either too much, it was something that somebody, somewhere didn't agree with. They didn't know shit about what they were talking about, or because simply it's just how studios work. Mm-hmm. So director's uh, cut that's all, all raw material.
1: I'm gonna pick theatrical cut. And, and this is why um, because in the producer's cut Michael fucks Jamie right and it's like <laughs> and like bro like okay so check <laughs> it's this out bad. it's not, it's not even older that Jamie's 15 years old at this point she's a minor but that's his niece bro <laughs> it's,
2: it's oh. yeah like I think that they
0: I do like the ambiguous atmosphere that the, the theatrical cut gives but yeah you know what yeah, that one did fuck up a little bit. I'll admit for sure. I forget about that.
1: She's like, please don't hurt me, Michael and it's like, Oh no, I'm just gonna penetrate you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not gonna hurt him that bad. Like, Jesus Christ, man, like holy Bro, fuck, can you picture Michael Myers
1: taking off his coveralls and just going like doing his thing on a table? Hey you guys always watch this, I'm gonna keep the mask on.
0: Just just do one second. I couldn't even imagine being someone on the set, just like, like this. Are we doing? This? Not is not this a Halloween we
1: Like, like,
0: like <laughs> anyone even watch the original films? Like, why are we at this point right now? Like, this is ridiculous. Who came up with this idea? You're fucking yeah. fired.
1: Was was were they yeah. gonna have it? So you know, because Kara, Kara Strode and, and the producers got, they, she's on the table, right? She's all dressed up in her gown or whatever. Was Michael gonna do her too? Probably. Dude, he's pimping all over <laughs> in that movie, dude. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I don't know, man. That that I don't like when they do weird shit like that. The film's just like, so, come on, man. You could have came up with such a better idea. Like, you're really focusing too much on the hey, shock value. Hey, like, come hey, on. The yeah. story.
2: How do you stop Michael Myers?
1: Rocks. <laughs> right, right. Rocks, yeah. The power of the thorn. He cuts, him just fucking, he cuts himself. and I do like Paul Rudd. Tummy I mean, up. I...
2: I appreciate that the producer's cut exists and that it's a different attempt, but I clearly understand why they wanted
0: reshoots for that movie because it's yeah, just like, yeah. That one I didn't really think about too much for sure. Yeah, I thought like, probably you, thought about. That
2: one. It's like when you look at like this is like is this really the Halloween movie like <laughs> you would want to watch like. I mean, if you were looking at like if you if you saw the producers cut in theaters, would you walk out going, "What the fuck did I just watch"? And oh
0: yeah, like, sure. Watching the, the
2: original <laughs> yeah. theatrical cut, where you're just like, it wasn't a great Halloween movie, but it wasn't terrible. You Didn't know, just it
1: was a serviceable Halloween.
0: It's like, like <laughs> I said, like the theatrical like, the, the the theatrical cut was more ambiguous. Like like they left off like when when Loomis uh, unmasked Michael, like all that other stuff. Like I like that aspect for sure.
2: And then the uh, Halloween but, 3 reference that they had in there, which no one was ever, like, sure of, that in the end of it, when Paul Rudd smashes him in the face, that green stuff that comes out, I assume, was supposed to be a reference to Halloween 3, because maybe Michael had been turned into something like the cyborgs or beings in Halloween 3 that were just, like, agents, and they would just go kill people. So, like, there was be- that whole thing where, like, what the hell is going on with that? And then just Loomis gets the most unfortunate ending ever with that weird baby scream. And then that's the last thing he ever did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then the producer's cut, you know, uh, grabs him and he he grabs him by his arm and the, the thorn symbol comes out and he's like, it's your game now Loomis. And it's, do we should, we should do a, a assholes with opinions, producers cut versus theatrical cut one of these days. and, And, and kind of, dive into to the positives and the negatives we
2: and, we also should do an official
0: ranking we Should of the entire series i'm super down yeah i mean number one for me like like i said uh h2 1981 so i'll just say that off the bat like that's my <laughs> number one uh um i don't know i just i just love everything about it from like the look of the mask to like the atmosphere of it that's what I really look for, like in films, like the atmosphere how it's filmed. You know, uh, if it's rush, if it's not okay. rush, like some films if, definitely rush.
2: An extra question: What's the one you watch the most? Because I find myself popping in H four the most, even though I like seventy eight. I'm like, man, I could really go for some H four right now. That's what I always end up putting in the most. Is my copy is
0: H four? Well, I have I have Shutter, so like like Shutter on there. They have H one, H four. Um, out of those three, I would say, out of those three, I would probably say, uh, H1, then H4 comes second. H5 is like kind of whatever to me. Uh, I kind of wish they kind of just, uh, left H4 where it was at. Like just a cliffhanger of a ending with Jamie being probably a potential kill or something like that. You wouldn't know because they didn't make another film after that, but because of fan demand, they, they just wanted to. Make another film for money, and it turned out being a flop because it just wasn't good like the fourth one. Uh, but yeah, and then or I for immediately now I would say H one, H four, but like H uh, two out of all of them for me is it's just number one.
1: I find myself watching the first, the fourth, and the sixth the most. Well, oh, oh, okay. Well, well, Rob Zombie's Halloween, actually. Sorry, if we I'm, I'm only referring to the original series, not not the Rob Zombie ones, but if if we were to include Rob Zombies, it would be the uh, Rob yeah. Zombie's Halloween 1 part 4, then 1, but for not, it would be 1, 4, and 6.
0: Alright. Yeah, that's what yeah. I understand. That's fair. Which
1: is weird, right? Because we're just I talking think- shit about Halloween 6. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, no, we weren't talking shit about Halloween 6. We were talking shit about the producer's cut and creepy <laughs> shit that went on in that cut. We weren't like, Please shit overall. We were talking about out the rapey stuff. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. H six is good in its own right for he sure. Uh is. like you said, I wish Paul Rudd came back as Tommy Doyle for the for Halloween kills. But cool. at the same time, uh Anthony Michael Hall, like that's good that's gonna be good. Like that's Breakfast Club Kid, like that's gonna be good. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry for that. I don't know. Uh it's better than Brian Andrews, not to really talk shit about him, but unfortunately, <laughs> like the uh, the dude can't act. He just can't. I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry, Brian, if you're watching this at any point, but Sorry, dude.
1: We love you, Brian. I'm
0: not doing <laughs> that. Like, we got love for you in the, in the 78, but when it comes to like your time's passed. That shit sailed, man.
1: Yeah, it did. And <laughs> I've seen some posts from uh, from him on, on Facebook. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, oh, Brian, I hope you're OK in life, my man. <laughs> I wish you know. Yeah, I know
0: exactly what the hell you're talking about. Dude. Yeah, I you know. I'm okay, like, cool. uh, I'm
1: glad
0: you know. Yeah. Oh no, I know. I fully know. Unfortunately, I do know. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> like I said, I'm not talking about the dude, but like it's kind of like, like unfortunately, like I don't think he's seen much work since 1978. So it's like, I'm not. Am I really the asshole? I'm just a fan that's just giving some... Somebody- Criticism, that's it, really. You're
1: just an asshole with an opinion.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how we right? do. Never get mad. Right here. Yeah, this
1: is, it's all, it's all <laughs> fun. We, we have a love. We have a love. Oh, shit. It's, uh, like,
0: I guess, uh, I'm not the only one. There's probably thousands of other people that feel the same way. as like, go ahead and attack. me. go ahead, but whatever.
1: I've seen some so, people. I more behind
0: me. That's the same fucking way.
1: I've seen people comment on his posts, bro, and some people are ruthless, dude.
0: Dude, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? At least they're going to be at that level. I'm just going to say something right now since I'm on a public platform, but I'm not going to go too hard with it. But, buddy, I'm going to be straight up with it. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Kind of can't fucking act, man. <laughs> but, all right. You're going make it. You're, you are the weakest link.
1: You're the weakest link. Yeah, you've been voted off the island. Okay, guys. Well, I do apologize. We've been going for two hours and ten minutes. I don't want to cut this short. Unfortunately, in 19 minutes, I have a table read with a, a new actress that we have on no, the show. Now you're own. good. But uh, this was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun today, guys. Yeah, I definitely. This is
0: good. I yeah. like this. This is good, man. Absolutely. Yeah, was, for sure. It's good time.
1: Um, so we are planning on doing this every Wednesday at, um, I believe it's 5 o'clock. Um, I'm, I'm going to wait to see what my schedule looks like because I start my new job next Monday. Um, But I'm looking looking at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 o'clock Eastern time. And we want to do this a weekly kind of uh, thing. So super cool. Stay tuned for uh, whatever uh, we are going to be doing next. I'm not sure yet, but uh, we have a lot to talk about. So good stuff. Oh, yeah, man.
0: Absolutely. I had a good time on here tonight, man. It was nice meeting you. uh, Alex. (laughs) Alex. (laughs) Well, because you got Alexander in your name. I got I. My got dyslexic like, for like point two fucking seconds. <laughs> There's no well, problem. Thanks for having me on
2: today, guys. It was good. Oh yeah, it's super
1: good. Yeah, no, I really appreciate everyone who uh, who came out today uh, to listen to us uh, talk about the the Myers community and hobby. We, we talked more about the mask part of it rather than the movies, but that's okay. This was fun all around. It was it was, it was super fun, and I love speaking about this stuff with people who uh, who are like minded, and it's it's really it's really awesome. Uh, thanks guys oh, for coming yeah. out. Thanks for you guys for being here. Well, well, well you're, uh, thanks for our, you know, being our guest here, Dallas. I mean, that was that was super awesome, and and uh, we'd like to have you on again for sure. Yeah,
2: oh, yeah, yeah totally, anytime man. you guys uh, got some time, just let me know and I'll
1: hop on. I have a feeling that um, th- th- this yeah, is going to be a lot of Halloween content with this one.
0: Probably oh yeah. yeah, at least probably the first at least probably like first couple episodes. You can't you can't cover everything in one, one episode. It's just kind of impossible. So. I'm down to discuss for the next week. I don't give a shit, so whatever. Sure. Yeah. There's always something to talk about with a hobby from Mass in the movie, so whatever.
1: Yeah, that sounds perfect. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much, for everyone, for coming out. We will see you soon. This Sunday will be a live watch-along at 2.30 uh, p.m. Pacific time for Scream, which will be the debut episode of Silence Your Cell Phones. Uh, but anyways, Hell guys.